0: Those fingers in my hair, that sly come hither stare, that strips my conscience bare, it's witchcraft. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an auspicious day. What a day! What a fabulous day! It is, in fact, a red letter. Today marks the dawning of a new episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Parker.
1: If at waste you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed.
0: And Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Two premier content creators promoting the healthiest brand integrity in the world. Tell them what they've won, Spider. The
1: way I see it, this should be a very dynamite show. Got my mojo Got my
0: mojo Got my mojo Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to one of our biggest episodes ever, We're planning on like a three-hour recording here, of Real Deal, No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris, with me as always is Parker. Uh, we watched all three Blair Witch movies in preparation for this episode, and this is something that's kind of been in the works for a few weeks now. We we had a couple ideas, and it's, it's one of those things that's really been building up and Boy, there really is a lot to talk about. Now, before we get into that, uh, Parker, have you watched any other movies recently?
1: Well, I watch a bunch of garbage horror. But most importantly, I watch a movie that's going to be near and dear to your heart, Chris.
0: Oh, great. I, I can a only little imagine little what a movie.
1: What is it? It's called Thor Ragnarok. Oh. Let me take you on an adventure into space and time with the god of thunder himself, Thor, and his merry band of friends. Chris, what were your thoughts on Thor Ragnarok? I
0: haven't seen it yet.
1: <laughs> that's all the time we have this week. <laughs>
0: when is next week? I Okay, you know, in fairness, I have heard people say that this is not only the funniest movie of the year, but easily the funniest movie of the year.
1: Yeah, I'm almost embarrassed by how many times I laughed extremely hard. <laughs> like, I, I don't laugh, like, even Guardians, which I love, most of those jokes, light like, huh, like, ha, that's funny. Yeah, but... Yeah, almost embarrassing, the number of lines I quote from this movie, like a fucking 15-year-old. And
0: it's universal <laughs> humor, too. Uh, we, I have a friend in Korea who watched the movie, and she's like, oh my god, you have to see this. Now, some people have told me that this is the best Marvel movie ever. Do you think you just... could get on board with that?
1: No, because I prefer the serious stuff, like Winter Soldier. I'm always going to come back to that more. That's a good point. Don't bring, up, don't bring up how to put Civil War on top. Don't do it. <laughs> we don't need to. It's fine. <laughs> okay. I uh, will refrain
0: from that. Uh, I Man, let, watched... me hang
1: on. let me just mark off Korea reference. Alright, go ahead.
0: So the New England Patriots didn't play this... Oh wait, never mind. I right. uh, got that two. one down. Yeah. Uh, I watched uh, two movies. Uh, two that I'm going to get into. Unless there's something else that I, I watched and I forgot that I watched it, which is a legitimate possibility. Um, I... Uh, I watched The Thing in theaters. I watched it with Alex, uh, the the one we don't like, and it's... Boy, does that still hold up. I, that's still the best horror movie ever made and the, the best science fiction film ever made and one of my top ten favorite movies, period. I, I just love that movie to death. It shows John Carpenter is is seriously one of the greatest directors ever and I, I, I want to address something that I say you know offline and I say it on this podcast too often is that movie wasn't scary and I, I, I sound kind of like a hardo whenever I say it just like oh I wasn't scared by that you know you know it, it really seems like yeah movies don't scare me I'm too tough to be scared by movies it's that's not the case the thing still scares me that movie still sticks in my craw every single time I see it i also watched uh the thing from another world the original 1951 version oh let me yeah let me tell you about a movie that doesn't hold up uh it's i i'm sorry i like the writing i like the way that they talk over each other i like the performances but it's 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 a giant frankenstein carrot i wait what am i supposed to be scared of here there's there's nothing scary there's no more paranoia there's there's no reason to be scared by this. The original story is really good, but honestly, John Carpenter's version is the best iteration of it. It's always going to be the best iteration of it. That prequel that they made in what 2011? That's worthless. So don't watch that. Just watch the the John Carpenter version. You're going to have a great time with it every single time. I also watched a 1950 movie called Orpheus. It's French. It's in black. i take white. A nap. that. It sounds uh, like a book. It's uh, I'm going I'm going to be honest with you. It's uh one very exciting.
1: Uh, it sounds awesome
0: yeah it's uh it's a greek legend of a guy over who, uh,
1: i have a norse legend for you
0: <laughs> what's the Norse legend the god of thunder himself <laughs> fighting the hulk chris <laughs> like, which i'm pretty sure was actually in those books uh
1: tell me it wasn't
0: let me tell you, you can't because they're all
1: dead fuck them okay how much do you know about the
0: story of orpheus
1: zero okay Why, well imagine thinking i would I, know anything. i can
0: tie this in i can tie this in i promise uh so the legend of orpheus is he was some guy who i mean he played a harp or something like that something fruity i hate it and, already yeah and it was a greek legend this is uh it takes place in modern day france which already Strike i know Strike too yeah uh so anyway he dies and so does his wife and i'm talking about the greek legend now he dies and so does his wife and he's like hey come on give me another chance right and they're just like, oh, okay, you can you could both be alive, but you're never allowed to look at your wife again. And uh, he's like, oh, okay. And they're like, hey, seriously, if like you look at her again, you're both back down here. And so uh, he accidentally looks at his wife, and they both go to hell. So
1: great, I, you spoiled it. I guess I don't have to watch it now. Well, there's it's. Thanks not really for that. nothing, Chris. It's really not that.
0: Well, you oh yeah, you're going to watch a black and white French. movie. I'm not going to
1: okay. watch it now. I watch black and white movies all the time. Uh huh. Clerks.
0: <laughs> no, seriously, uh, but I, I can tie it in because it kind of reminds me of the ending of the third Blair Witch movie, which uh, we'll get into. Um, okay, uh, so I New watched Sega. good
1: movies too, though. Oh, what good movies you watch? I mean, not a lot of them. I'm going to skip things like you know Annabelle Creation and Saw one and two, <sighs> because on Halloween I got to go see Halloween at the Draft House, and oh, it was man. fucking incredible. That
0: sounds awesome.
1: To see Halloween on Halloween night in a packed theater Oh my god just Hell yeah Delicious <laughs> Hearing like a full crowd laugh at all of their jokes in like the first 30 minutes What a wonderful experience
0: What a, what a timeless movie
1: And also on Halloween I watched a movie called Ghostwatch Which actually fit into this episode way more than I thought it would Well, Do you have any idea what Ghostwatch is? Uh... No Well back in 1992 The BBC aired a fake like two hour paranormal thing Hmm. And put a little thing at the beginning like, Hey guys, this is a movie, it's not real But you know, not everyone saw that warning. <laughs> so basically thousands of people thought they were really watching people get haunted on T V and lost their fucking minds. So kind of very very fun watch. So
0: that kind of reminds me of uh, one of my other favorite directors, Orson Welles. He used to be involved with radio, and he put out that broadcast of War of the Worlds.
1: First, he of all, was the giant uh, Unicron, right, in Transformers. That's the only thing I would know him from.
0: Uh, no, it's Ultron. Anyway, he don't uh, <laughs> don't patronize me. <laughs> I can't believe I did that that quickly. Uh, first of all, uh, very big thank you to you for not making me watch either version of War of the Worlds because they both suck uh correct but anyway it was like that we we all know about the war of the world's broadcast and what it did and the impact that it had on society uh kind of ties into the blair witch doesn't it
1: yeah i kind of wish i'd make you go back and watch this too actually i mean we're already doing three movies well, and giving you more homework isn't look, the next best idea because you... you're gonna pay for it in the next couple weeks uh, you have yeah i can tell you got a rough go ahead of you well, but we'll, uh I'll live. yeah it's absolutely worth the watch just because a slow burn and there's like a big stuffy newscaster who doesn't believe in any of it, and there's like fake collins, it's it's just wonderful.
0: No, it sounds like a it sounds like a good watch. So, do you have any news for this?
1: Oh, I know you've been waiting all month for some news, okay. and this guy has some juicy, succulent news for you. Here we go. Let's see. Oh, here's a good one to start with. You're excited for the Han Solo movie, right?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Who couldn't be?
1: What if I told you that Ron Howard reshot up to 80% of it?
0: What? What? Oh, God. So,
1: you remember Lord Miller filmed it for a while. They got shit canned and they brought in Ron Howard. Yeah. So they filmed it for about four months and then Ron reshot for another four months. Meaning they made a movie twice that nobody wanted. (sighs) (laughs) Just think about that for a while but how it else are we nice gonna to...
0: find out where han solo gets his famous boots <laughs> where did the vest come
1: from <laughs> whom shot first <laughs> find out next summer chris as i'm forced you to go see it and don't reimburse you
0: oh jeez if you could see the way that my smile just faded oh,
1: don't worry it's only a couple of weeks after avengers infinity war <laughs> oh, man. but i digress <laughs> It sounds like, wow, I mean, like this Han Solo thing. They don't really know what they're doing. They don't seem to have a plan. Just kidding. They have a decade of movies planned out. I know what you're asking yourself. Is this a promise or a threat? (laughs) Yes. Speaking of Disney having all the money in the world, did you hear that they almost bought a shit ton of movie rights from 21st Century Fox? I did not hear about that. Yeah, so apparently they're trying to make a deal, which means there's a solid chance if it goes through. Once we're finally done with this... Fucking fifty years of Avengers stuff—they're just gonna have the X-Men, and it's gonna start all over again for you. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. I actually really hope this doesn't happen because who needs one studio owning literally everything? Hey, do you want to watch a Disney-made Alien movie? <sighs> hey, fucking neither. Yeah. But on the other hand, if it makes Ridley Scott stop doing them, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Silver lining. Yeah.
0: There's really only one good Alien movie anyway. That's the third um. one. I'm just kidding I'm just kidding just oh, kidding oh boy kidding. <laughs> so of uh, good Alien Month in January coming up here
1: <laughs> which AVP do you want to watch one or two <laughs> trick question both
0: well I, I mean that's the problem is I've never seen the original Predator, but
1: anyway so- what the f- <laughs> I hate you <laughs> speaking of good timeless movies do you remember Universal's The Mummy no not the good one the Tom Cruise one
0: uh, yeah I did what, what what did it do this time
1: well it did so well that the producers for the dark universe have backed out and now the whole thing's probably going to fall apart wait what yeah the people that were in charge of the dark universe as a whole were like nah that broke today <laughs> they just fucking dipped out
0: I heard it made 400 million dollars against a budget that was like half that because of China
1: thank you China it made nothing over here Oh, so they like, just... they announce the Bride of Frankenstein thing. That sizzled out like nothing as good has come from it. You know? And they have all these Like, maybe we'll bring someone in to fix it. Maybe we'll just reboot it. Maybe we we'll won't make the most iconic horror characters ever shitty action heroes.
0: Maybe you, you just know. watch the original Bride of Frankenstein. It's a good movie.
1: Hey, remember when Guillermo Del Toro wanted to make Creature from the Black Lagoon? And they said no. So he just went and made The Shape of Water and it looks incredible. Oh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> wait what do you mean oops they're not gonna, that movie's not coming out anymore I mean not from Universal well a different studio gets to put out that incredible movie no. I <laughs> what the hell am I supposed to do <laughs> speaking of things no one wants yeah. are you excited for a Lord of the Rings series from Amazon oh, come on me neither
0: just the original three movies are so good
1: Oh, do you mean like timeless classics that are like technological achievements and Storytelling and visuals? Yeah. But what if we just did Game of Thrones But in I earth
0: Fine, fucking do it with a Silverillion Or something, do it something that hasn't been Done already they, See, this, this is what really gets me It's like, why do you gotta remake something That just came out a few years ago? I'm not that old 2001 is when the first movie came out, right? With Blair Witch, why are
1: you got to remake a movie that came out in 1999? Are we I'm that so old? sick of all these fucking reboots. So, Spider Man Homecoming, actually. Yeah.
0: I mean, I didn't watch this.
1: Yeah. Don't worry, you'll watch Amazing Spider Man too. Oh man, <laughs> January is pretty open, isn't it, Chris? <laughs> what Amazing. dangerous web we weave. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Alright, uh, so. I, mean, I didn't even mean for that Spider pod. Good job, man. Jeez, <laughs> you. <laughs> so- so in Stephen King month, we talked a lot about Stephen King movies getting remade. And what I kept bringing up was like, Pet Cemetery is not nearly as good as I wish it was. Right. And now it's getting a remade.
0: I, I could. All right. All right I, I guess I can see it, but you're going to have to try pretty hard. I can't. I'm just, I'm just so against most remakes. I can only think of two really good ones. First of all, The Thing is objectively better than source material. And uh, A Fistful of Dollars is good, but it's not as good as your
1: Jimbo book. Yeah, those are the remakes I was going to mention too. Yeah, I know. Classic. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, well. But the good news is it's being remade by the directors of Starry Eyes, which is a really, really good horror movie. That's Mm. about basically Uh just going through awful, violent, horrible sexual things it takes to get ahead in Hollywood, which, thank God, is no longer relevant. Oh, so like the Neon Demon. (laughs) Yeah, but it's good though. Oh, well, that is a
0: big, big difference.
1: Speaking of incredible news that made me happy, okay. Justin Lin returning to the Fast and Furious baby. They're still making those. Oh, I mean,
0: uh, great! Uh, How fantastic.
1: dare <laughs> you? <laughs> yeah, the guy who made you know all of the good ones three <laughs> through six is coming back. <laughs> Come on, if you want to tell me Fast Five is not good,
0: whoa, whoa, Fast Five is
1: the best in the series. But yeah, and he, he also made
0: four, in right?
1: Look, four is the worst. I mean, in the series to her. Yeah. Speaking of 2 being terrible, do you enjoy Tyrese threatening to quit <laughs> if yes. they don't get rid of the rock? Yeah. <laughs> Is there anyone that's not going to take that bet? Like, oh no, Tyrese, don't go! Oh god. What will we do without Tyrese? What will we do without the guy who hasn't had anything to do for 5 movies and also isn't good without Paul Walker to play off?
0: Hmm.
1: You know. That no. help. I'm glad you made that joke instead of me. Shit.
0: It hurts me more. Alright. Well, he died doing what he loved. Anyway.
1: um, (laughs) Burning to death and screaming. (laughs) Okay. He died Uh, as he lived, on fire. (laughs) Alright. Now, if you'll remember, Fast Five was massive, but it also marked the introduction of The Rock. Yeah. Who, for a while there, a bunch of franchises did that. Like, G.I. Joe did that for some reason. Like, Just introducing hey, our, the rock? Our first movie made no money. But what if we put the rock in it? Is that a bad idea? It's not the worst idea. <laughs> but it leads into a segment I would like to call Good News, Bad News. Okay. And it's all DC related. <laughs> oh, boy. Strap in, buddy. Alright. Bad news. Suicide Squad 2 is still going to happen and you can't do anything about it. What's the good news? They might be chasing down The Rock as Black Adam. The whole movie might be them fighting a super-powered, almost invincible The Rock. That's Black Adam? Look, I'm not going to read the Wikipedia. I Look, couldn't possibly care. I'm not care. going to read a comic book,
0: okay?
1: Still makes me yeah. upset. I'm- Same, but real books.
0: Oh, yeah, what's a girl with a hammer going to do? She's going to... Whatever. Next one.
1: So... Are you excited for Shazam? Of course you are. That, that movie with
0: Shaquille and is as a genie?
1: Yes. Oh. Yeah. Actually, was, <laughs> I had a joke, but I lost it. Don't worry about it. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't think of the other guy's name. I was going to try Mandela Effect, it, but I just lost it. It's gone. So here's the bad news. Shazam is real, and it stars the guy from Chuck, your favorite show. But here's the good news. The bad guy's Mark Strong. Oh, you don't remember the MT. the. not MTV, the NBC series Chuck? It was hilarious. You tell me all the time how much you love it. I have no idea what Chuck is. I mean, oh, come on. He
0: loves Chuck. I'm also Chuck. Well, that sounds like a Stephen King novel. Chuck, that really was an NBC show, wasn't it?
1: How dare you say, who's Mark Strong? The only good part of Kingsman 2, you filthy whore. Wait a second, Mark
0: Strong. I have to look up who that is now. Mark Strong, and he was the only good part. He.
1: Oh, yeah! Was only- hey! hey. Ooh, good part. So, you know, like, you're gonna have to sit through this movie, because once again, I'm gonna force you and not reimburse you. But, you know, uh, well, at least you get to see Mark Strong. That's good. Hopefully, they don't kill him off in this. Like,. Bad news, there's going to be a movie about Deathstroke. Who's Deathstroke, you ask? He's just some DC assassin. What's the good news? It's being directed by the guy who made both The Raid movies. So, you know. oh, hey. It might not be awful. Maybe I'll watch this one. So you, you pretending you to watch it. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, what? You cut out. What do you say? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> the last piece, bad news. We are two weeks away from Justice League. But good news only two hours. It's the shortest DC movie yet. Justice League is only two hours? It makes no sense, right? Yeah. But I'm not going to complain. How are they going to have
0: time to introduce guys like The Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg, I mean, and Superman who's like, totally coming back?
1: Does it feel like maybe they had to bring in another director and reshoot a bunch of it it's just a colossal mess so they're making it as short as they can so they can air it multiple times a day, maybe. get as much money as possible, and then tank it? Who knows? That's just speculation. Who could say? Yeah. Uh, There's no possible way. They're like, well, if we make it two hours instead of two and a half, we can get two more showings a day, which cash out after two months, and then move on to something.
0: Which people totally do all the time. I totally believe it. Anyway.
1: No, it's probably really good. Probably I mean, every trailer's awful, and the CGI looks unfinished, and the jokes are funny. But maybe
0: this will be a good one. No, it, it's totally going to be good. Alfred's in it. any in it.
1: real that does I'll see on the trailer look like oh it looks horrendous rendering this?
0: like when when uh, I was called Poseidon uh, when the uh, fish guy he jumps yeah. through that like it looks like through a building and he comes out the front door and he's just like whipping his hair and stuff like that. it's like the worst effect I've ever seen in my life
1: it honestly just looks like a fucking migraine to watch Is, I can't wait
0: yeah that guy who's uh playing the fish guy Jason Miami or whatever
1: heat is on Chris all night on the beach till the break of dawn let's well, talk about Blair Witch Project well
0: you're welcome for Jason Moana over there anyway so the god Bla-
1: no you can't have two <laughs> <laughs> It's not
0: fair. okay uh so the Blair Witch Project cast your mind back so there I was naked as a jellyfish it's 1999 and I How was like naked? oh man the Blair Witch Project's out you know it's, it's a horror movie everyone's talking about it and they are talking about it even more because it was filmed really close to where I grew up. Again, I didn't grow up in Burkittsville, people. I grew up in Poolsville, Maryland. But, I mean, the forest where it was filmed, Seneca so Park, it was right by my house. I mean, we, we not by my house, by the town where I grew up. So it was, you know, stone's throw away. And we're like, yeah, you know, it would be great. We all got to see it. And it's rated R. I'm nine years old here. My parents don't let me go see it. I'm like, oh, well, that's what I got. So, uh, I actually went out camping in those woods with a bunch of Boy Scouts, and I gotta tell you, I, I don't know how you get lost over there. Uh, it's it, You kind of have to screw it up But anyway, people got lost I, I mean, who knows uh, Then I uh, I watched it at a friend's house And I gotta tell you This movie was not made for a nine-year-old boy And not because it's scary But that the first what, Hour of that movie Is just a bunch of people walking in the woods And yelling at each other I, I gotta tell you I, I, was, I was looking at like Super Smash Brothers On another TV for most of it <laughs>
1: If I wanted to listen to a bunch of people yell at each other, I'd just listen to my parents.
0: Exactly. So I I have to admit, I wasn't a huge fan of the original, but uh, I, I was like, I, I understand it. The, the whole core concept is in my head, and uh, I, I watched a, an awful parody of it called The Blair Thumb by Steve Vodacore. You
1: <laughs> promise you weren't going to do this. I,
0: I don't have much to say about it, which is surprising, because if, if you listen to my brother and sister, they'd be like, we watched that DVD like 50 times. Because I have to admit, when I was like nine years old, I thought that was like the height of comedy. But I, I have to admit that uh, after watching, rewatching the original Blair Witch Project, there's not much to talk about with this stupid parody where people put faces on thumbs and make a movie out of it. So uh, I, I guess we should go into the plot. It's set in 1994, which I think that's important. Five years before 1999, they had to make the film look worse. This is helps the movie it makes it look and feel so much more realistic and that's the thing about what makes this movie work is it's both believable and unbelievable in a way believable in the sense it's like these people are are real they're really doing this and unbelievable in that as you're watching it is so hard for you to believe in the blair witch that you're on this you're kind of straddling both sides of the argument like mike doesn't believe in this witch and heather maybe she's able to be convinced or something like that it it draws that line and plays it really well
1: like, the fact that this movie even works as well as it does is almost incredible, considering you just had eight days of raw footage with these three teenagers who can't act. It's like, alright, walk to this place, film this thing. Shit, go back, you missed it. No, it's that rock pattern. Go back and film it. Alright, now say something. Like, and the fact that this movie is as good as it is, is almost impossible.
0: Now, what's so interesting about this is you say three teenagers who can't act, I do don't know if that's really the word I'm looking for is acting. It, it really feels to me like the two directors here were like we want to make a movie and someone told them you need money to make a movie and they said no we don't. <laughs> and they just decided they were going to hire out these three teams like look we're going to give you some cameras go out into the woods and we're going to see if we can make a movie out of this. And uh, I mean making up the whole mythology for the Blair which I think that's really cool but Again, getting back on acting here, I, for much of it, I don't know whether they are acting. I think they're just being themselves, looking around. And it, it's not even, they very, very rarely mention a witch during this movie. They they just talk about like, oh, why is there like, you know, KY jelly all over my backpack? What is that weird noise I heard? What is with all this shit in the woods? And really, it's not about the witch for me. And that seems weird. It's like, oh, it's like the witch. The witch is, what guided, is, is what's guiding the movie. No, no, no. The witch is a MacGuffin. For me, what really bugs me about this movie, and it bugs me in a good way, because it scares me, is the idea of being lost in the woods. Like, constantly lost in the woods. That does scare me.
1: Like, I'll just tease to the last night I watched this. I watched it about 11.30 at night or so. Afterwards, turned it off, took the dog out for a walk And my apartment's right next to a giant trail So there's a bit of grass, a fence, and just tall-ass trees And I spent the entire walk looking over my shoulder like "What well, fuck Was that a fucking twig drop? What was that? Who's there? And there's always animals out there just rustling around It was so unbelievably under my skin for a movie I've watched probably 20 times in my life
0: Now, interesting thing here, I'm going to bring this up a little bit later on Is You said you watched at 11.30 at night when you took your dog out for a walk? Mm-hmm Okay, so as you're walking Budelheimer over there, it's late at night, you can't see anything that is a little bit different from this movie, which most of it takes place during the day, and it's still scary despite being in broad daylight. That, to me, is really impressive that you can make a movie like that because you remember, remember Halloween? Those scenes during the day aren't really that scary. To me, some of them are because you just see the shape over there just looking at you, and then he's gone. But when you just see the stuff during the day it's really not
1: that scary that's one thing i love about insidious which is there's never any there's never a safe time like paranormal activity i'm sure you do not love those movies i certainly do not it's pretty much like nighttime scary things happen daytime all right you know you got that tension release we talk a bit more goes to night scary things happen like it's very much a cycle of Scary stuff at night, calm down during the day. Maybe a couple jump scares to kind of, you know, leave you on the edge of your seat so you don't know what's coming. So, that's, yeah.
0: Yeah, so uh, I, I think the highest praise that I can give this movie, and this is higher praise than I think I've ever given almost any movie ever. This is perhaps the most immersive movie, regard, regardless of genre, ever made. I felt like I was with those teens the entire time. And it wasn't just being with the teens the entire time. It feels like it's real. And that's a really big fucking deal. Uh, before I even get into like the marketing campaign, this is the whole idea was that oh, these are real tapes found by someone. The opening is so believable. This feels like three teens are like, "Yeah, man, we're going to make a project about a witch in the woods, man." And when they're, when they're in like the, the grocery store buying groceries, I, they, they, these feel like people who, who they just want to buy groceries. They're like, yeah, man, we got cameras, man. Check it out. That is so believable. And most important, they had a reason to be filming. I'll bring this up later on for the third movie. But yeah, they're like, okay, we're doing this for a project. And, you know, we're goofing around. We got our cameras. And it's like, we're going to film all this and we'll see if we can put it together. And they're trying really hard on it. And I mean, it all really matters, you know, it, it, it all comes together to make it a very believable, you know, trio.
1: I have a hunch that when you say the third movie, you're going to ask, why are they still filming? Is that uh, what you're getting at? Because that's the I, thing. I will say that. I in watch fact, a lot of found footage, and I, that just doesn't bother me. That's so many people's oh. taking point. of like, why would you just turn the camera off? It's like, I don't know why in Slashers do they run upstairs. Like, it's a fucking horror movie. I mean, I mean okay, I, I
0: understand that, and I, I can, I'll get to that defense. But for me, Blair Witch 3, and I'll get to this, is I don't know why they started filming. So I, I don't know that any That's it... also
1: That's also fair. You know why they started filming? Because the original was found footage. Yeah,
0: that's, <laughs> that's true, yeah. Answer. But, I mean, there's, I mean, again, I'll, I'll get to most of that, but it, there's so many problems with the third movie there. Uh, but this one, the only the only time I was ever kind of taken out of the movie was, uh, I, I, I think, I, I think it would really just be towards the end where uh, they're, they're still filming uh, and they go into that house. It's the climax of the movie. At, I, I think at some point I, I would just turn off the camera. Uh, I, I... I think
1: at that point she's just documenting, like, because she'd already given the face in the camera speech, apologizing. Oh, that's like, at this point. point she was, I think she, was she like, knows COVID she's about to fine. die. It's like she's like, here, here's some closure on what happened. I think, I think she's pretty sad, much right. given in to the fact that there's something in them woods fucking with them because there's no way they should have been lost for a week. She knows they're gonna die.
0: I think that, I think that's fair. Um, I, I again, I just. I th- it's weird because like at the very beginning of the movie, I have to admit I like all the characters. I like all three of them a lot. And once they start turning on each other and bickering with each other, you start to see that each character is like actually kind of terrible in a way. <laughs> that's a really really cool thing that the movie does. That's it's really great at showing this breakdown of a social group.
1: Uh, that's why it's so believable because you believe it because they're really out in the woods and it really fucking sucks. <laughs>
0: And they really were lost several times. Like, one of my favorite things is they come back to that same spot in the woods and they're like, oh, you got to be shitting me.
1: Hey, did you like when they did the exact same thing in the third one? Me neither. Boom, I digress. What
0: What they did in, like, the first 30 minutes, too. There was no reason for it. I like how Good the payoff. very first part of this movie was like actually kind of comedic, and it was just like, and again, it's just so believable. They're like going around talking to people about the legend, and there's no like dark music. Like it is like, oh yeah, they went into the woods and they saw a woman. She was up in the air floating, and boom, nope, no, no, nothing like that. Nothing to distract. It just feels real. The lack of music is so important.
1: I fucking love the interviews of the townspeople. I love that almost every single story they gets completely different.
0: Yeah, that's well. I mean, it's one of the things that's so realistic about it. That and I mean, people were saying it's like, oh, these most of them weren't actors. They're were just told, hey, say this shit. Good on them. They seem like real people. And again, it, I mean, that is such a big thing. To I, I've mentioned this before. The game Silent Hill Two. It doesn't. Oh my
1: god! I'm, I'm, mark that one off real quick here
0: it doesn't feel like acting it feels like real people who have been affected by real things that's i mean that to me is like the closest you can get to this movie being real it's one of the reasons that people believe this was uh, a real thing now before i get to the marketing campaign everything outside oh, yeah, the movie
1: yeah. i have to mention one thing oh, my go for favorite it. of the villagers the one where this is one of the unscripted people it's not an actor where the woman's talking about the legend and her kid gets scared and plugs her ears the uh, fact that no, that's no, no. not she, fake and that just happens, like oh, she didn't plug oh her ears.
0: She put her hand on the woman's mouth to oh stop her from god, speaking. It's,
1: it's so perfect. That is you incredible. Can't that. Oh my god!
0: And and again, oh you can't. can't script that. In fact, do you, you look at how old that kid is. You can't even tell that kid uh, to do that on cue. And, and here's how I know you can't do, you can't make the kid do that on cue because the interview ran too long. The baby would, it's essentially a baby or a toddler or whatever, would lose focus. There is no way that you'd be able to say, and now look genuinely upset and cover up that woman's mouth. That, when she's covering to go, no, no. It's like, oh
1: my God, it's perfect.
0: And that is one of the best effects in the entire movie in that it's not even an effect. It was
1: real. Now, it turns out, not scripting everything is a much better idea for this movie.
0: Better yet, not scripting anything. So, it there, there was... What do what they call it uh, when someone makes like the scenes of the movie? They, they can set up the movie, but they're not writing the dialogue. Now, that I appreciate. You leave the dialogue in the hands of these... They're not even actors at this point. You might as well call them explorers. <laughs> you just... Just let them come up with all the shit that they say Josh is one of my favorite characters in the movie Even though he's kind of a prick to everyone
1: else. Oh my god. Sorry I just remembered my favorite line that summarizes my entire feeling on all this about wanting to be in the urban legend It's like so do you believe in this and they just go I believe enough not to go up there like that's perfect That's everything bear with
0: us folks We're going to take a short break and then we're going to get to parts two and three of the Blair Witch
1: My name is Michael Weston. I used to be a spy When you're burned, you've got nothing. No cash, no credit, no job history. You're stuck in whatever city they decide to dump you in. Miami. You do whatever work comes your way. You rely on anyone who's still talking to you. <laughs> Trigger happy girlfriend. shoot them? an old friend who used to inform on you to the fbi you know spies bunch of bitchy little girls family too is that your mom again if you're desperate someone needs your help michael
0: and a down and out
1: spy you met along the way that's how we do it people bottom line as long as you're burned you're not going anywhere
0: so about blair witch 2 because the first one was so good and we you know we saw the negative reactions and the positive reactions it's natural that you want to make a sequel. I, I, I'm fine with the idea. It's like, hey, you know, let's let's get another one out there. It, it's tricky, though, because you really can't do it just like you did the first one, right?
1: Correct. But you know what? Why not just fast-track it and demand it be done a year later? That gives you plenty of time to, like, think of a creative new spin on it, get a good cast of people who can act... Not have the studio butt fuck your movie in the submission. Just a lot of good qualities that can help make a movie.
0: Well, you know, it kind of feels to me that giving people such a short amount of time to make a movie is really difficult, but they made the first one in eight days. So surely you can make another one in that same amount of time. A whole
1: year. Sure, you're scripting it, setting up locations, filming it with real cameras, editing it. Real actors? Uh, Allegedly.
0: Uh well, so let's get into this. Uh, you people have probably heard me play by now. Um, uh, a, a little intro from a show called uh, Burn Notice. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Donovan is in both Book of Shadows, Player Witch Two, and in uh Bird Notice. A little inside baseball here. My dad loves Burn Notice. Uh,
1: <laughs> that is so on brand for your dad. It is incredibly on Brandon. Loves the flag, he, loves the troops.
0: Yes. he Boy, does he love Book of Shadow Not Book of Shadows, but he loves Burn <laughs> Maybe he does. Uh,
1: Maybe he's a really big fan.
0: I want to make him watch it just so like he can see his Jeffrey Donovan. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Donovan is a damn good actor. He is great in Burn and honestly, he's really good in this. Uh, he is a lot of fun to watch.
1: I mean, I really enjoyed it when his accent kept slipping out.
0: Uh, yeah, that Boston accent coming through. I was like, "Oh my god!" Can you imagine watching a Celtics game with this guy. Now, first of all, Gordon Hayward is going to lead this team when he comes back from. The- anyway, <laughs> we've been to- far enough today. <laughs> I don't think we've come near anywhere near enough. Uh, and- anyway, I, I just I-, I think he's great in that, and I'm I'm looking. Uh, I'm, I'm looking to see if anyone else in here is any good and uh, the answer is no
1: nope except uh, there's one character that's pretty good.
0: Well', we'll
1: we, we will get, get to, to him,
0: him. Uh, Now before we get into this, this is a movie we've talked about doing for a long time. I actually wanted to write a review about that but let's uh, put put on ice. Uh, it was, I think this is better to talk about. I think I've told you on multiple occasions that Book of Shadows Blair Witch 2 is one of my favorite good bad movies. It's one of those really special movies where everything about it goes wrong. Everything about it is so bad that it's really kind of funny. For me, this is the horror version of The Room. And then you showed me a YouTube video.
1: One good bad flicks made a video about this special little movie and detailed just how much Lionsgate, Artisan, whichever one, at the 11th hour took this movie and went, Nah. Moved footage around. Reshot stuff that didn't need to be in the movie, nor did it make any sense. Added gore for no reason.
0: Changed the music.
1: Oh, boy, that Marilyn Manson song.
0: Remember how in the first movie the characters were named after their actors' <laughs> names? That was, like, really cool because it made it also believable. At, ooh, maybe they disappeared in real life. They do that in this movie. Uh, sort of. Uh, uh, no, they do. I mean... but first names why yeah that's the thing is the studio originally wanted both uh wait a second I, th- I think the original idea was the director wanted both first name and last name but the studio was just like no and uh, then they compromised by just having first names. So They already it's filmed b- it, so they're like, fine, <laughs> that's you can the
1: thing. have your first
0: name. <laughs> See, that's the thing is I, I don't like it from the original director's point of view because I was just like, well, they did it for a reason in the first movie. Now you're just doing it as like a kind of a joke. And in the second movie, uh, I mean, but on the other hand here, the studio wanting to recut it? What a dumb fucking idea. Do you know how movies work? What are you, say so you're just going to dub in Steven or something like it? Come on.
1: I mean, what has this director ever done besides, like, critically acclaimed and adored documentaries that helped get three people that were falsely accused released from prison? We now, know how that, to make the silly movie about the Blair Witch.
0: Now, that being said, uh, this this director did not like the first movie. Or at least he didn't like the way that it was marketed. He said that it's kind of lying to people. It's like, that is advertising. And in fact, art. So, it's I, I'm kind of, you know, I... I I kind of like the first movie for the way that it was marketed. I think it's a really good idea. It's kind of ingenious. It was almost as good as the movie itself. So he was just like, okay, I have an idea. And there is nothing more dangerous to Hollywood than a unique idea with potential. (laughs) Uh, Because, boy, this is a unique idea with potential. But I'm sorry, dude. This is one of the ones where... When we discuss the Blair Witch, which hopefully I can salvage, maybe we can... uh, We didn't have to go through it, you know, scene by scene. I mean, what's there to do? You want to talk about that one scene where they argue with each other? No, the other one, dude. This one, we got to go through it all the way. Uh, So the movie starts off with Jeff, who, again... So, maybe this is what he was doing before he uh, went into the secret spy agency. Uh, he was a sleeper
1: in, cell in Burkittsville.
0: He's in Maryland, and he's getting... He's, some, some doctor is smoking in the operating room, and he's pouring egg drop soup down a tube into his nose, and then he's in like a, a padded room with a straitjacket on, and he's throwing himself against the walls and everything. Uh... That has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Yeah,
1: While well, watching it, you're like, wow, this doesn't seem to fit this movie at all. It almost feels like it was added in five weeks before it went into theaters for no reason. And lo and fucking behold, <laughs> it, actually,
0: it, it actually was added in completely unnecessarily. Like, it even uh,
1: looks all shitty and bright and blown out. It doesn't look anything like the rest of the movie whatsoever.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, it's terrible. He's got different hair. It's... It's it's pretty bad. So the movie starts with, like, uh, <laughs> the opening shot of it, as it goes over uh, Black Hills Regional Park, or Seneca Creek State Park, sorry. Um, as it flies over there, almost like a drone shot, it looks like The Shining, which, uh, hey, good movie. If you're going to steal you know. from
1: something.
0: I mean, I mean steal from the good ones. Um, meanwhile, a great song plays over it. Disposable Teens by Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Parker, Parker, tell me. But what the what the fuck was his deal? What's the deal with Marilyn Manson? Because I never understood it.
1: Look, sometimes in the early 2000s, you just want to give a big middle finger to establishments, okay?
0: Don't you already have Green Day for that? Yeah, but like... Or My
1: Chemical Romance? What if he sort of cross-dressed and really made your parents like, Wow, I don't want you to listen to that. And you're like, fuck yeah, dude. That's right. Personal Jesus, baby. Oh,
0: jeez. I... That's I do not such... want it
1: on the record that I was a Marilyn Manson fan. By the way, that is not a thing, and I will not accept. Really,
0: this. I I, I kind of thought that you were.
1: Oh no! Uh, it like went straight into from Butt Rock that my dad gave me to Metallica, <laughs> <laughs> and then it just it was like AC/DC and then pop punk and then shitty thrash metal.
0: I I could never get into Marilyn Manson. It was that's about the whiniest fucking music you've ever heard. I do appreciate
1: uh, that you just assumed that I did, though.
0: I, that is the first thing I assume, but uh, say, or at least that you knew what the deal with is with this. I mean, guy. if you
1: want to talk about Godsmack, we can really get down to brass tacks here.
0: Well, actually, it's not Godsmack in this movie. It's what is it? Godhead. Oh,
1: dude, the DVD that I bought you still had all the inserts in it. Okay. One was like a shop where you could buy like Blair Witch candles and shit. You could also buy the soundtrack with. If you want another <laughs> fucking copy of Dracula in your life. I've got well, good it's, news it's, for you.
0: isn't it the Red Hot Herman remix or whatever? Oh my god, it's so good. Same one that they use in the Matrix. So uh, you, want,
1: you want Power Man Five Thousand? I bet you. That do.
0: first of all, that that song that Dragonly remix has been used in everything. It was in Twisted Metal Four. It was in that demo of that like of that like ski pod thing or whatever. Oh and it was god, on that yes. demo disc from Pizza Hut. <laughs> oh Yes. Do you remember that? How could I not? <laughs> that is burned into my skull. Anyway, people, so we're talking about Blair Witch 2. Um, anyway, they played Disposable Teens. The original idea was <laughs> to use witchcraft by uh, by Frank Sinatra. I Wouldn't just, that be
1: a good idea? It would, but not as good as me remembering when she's driving in the truck and P.O.T.'s playing loudly on the stereo. <laughs> <laughs> this movie owns.
0: That's actually the movie where she yells, could you turn that down, which... Was kind of that was one of the scariest parts of the movie because I said the exact same thing (laughs) at the exact same time. Uh, So I was like, wow, this movie gets me. Um, Now, Book of Shadows
1: really gets me. It's a thing I've said a lot.
0: Yeah, now, this is one of the things where as I'm going through the movie, I'm describing it both from my perspective of uh, the first time I saw it, I thought it was one of the worst movies ever made, and from the perspective of I know what they were trying to do here. So it starts off. They've got their boy. Well, uh, let's just describe the entire mystery incorporated gang here. We have Jeff driving. Jeff is played by Jeff. And, oh wait, I shouldn't say that for every character, should I? Oh, who cares? Uh, Jeff is played by Michael Weston, and uh, he is. some... I don't know that I'd call him a stoner. I guess they all are, but he looks like a burnout guy. You can tell he's very obviously from Boston because mm-hmm. uh, he keeps dropping his Rs, and uh, the, the, he makes the he, fucking Blair Witch. <laughs> really? That was the best you could go with here. I'm tired, uh, but <laughs> I think it was like, yeah, Stephen Bakelvisity visited. He's got three names here, so you know he's from Boston. I was like, that's a, that's funny. I bet you that I bet that was improvised. When I watched this the first time, I noticed immediately that he was unlikable because he's such a a loser burnout that you can tell why people in the town don't like him and they they say he spent time in a mental facility I thought that was kind of insulting to mentally ill people because he just seems like kind of a jerk and you can tell he's only in it for the money and on the second time watching it through that's the point he's an archetype he's one of those people who watched the uh, first movie and said I can make a quick buck off of this reminds me of Artisan Studios uh huh yeah, uh,
1: no, well, then we this movie about a magical witch needs a villain.
0: <laughs> uh, then we have oh i'm I got to get to these uh, in a certain order. You don't we have, have to read their actors'
1: names because no, 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 this no, is no. The well, last time you'll ever I'll, hear them.
0: Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm just going to say steven and Tristan. Uh, steven is writing about this. He's one of those. God, he these people are the fucking worst. He's one of the ones who wanted to visit uh burkittsville maryland and you can't deny that these people existed because there's so many people there who believed in it and he wants to research it and wants to write about it then he have his idiot wife tristan <laughs> or maybe a girlfriend or something like that and she stupid is a stupid
1: fucking idiot wife who i hate yeah
0: i'm sorry i'm still mad about losing that first uh discussion of player which one uh um, by the way ahead. just
1: to note guys tristan is a woman's name it yeah, will Tristan, fuck you up every time we say it. It yeah, fucked me yeah, up every yeah. time I read it.
0: Yeah, every single time. Uh, like, at the end, he says, fine, you can see how fucking insane Tristan was. That's just like, he didn't do it. Oh, yeah, I'm right. <laughs> Uh So, <laughs> uh, Tristan, oh, my God. I'm it, on the, it I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm on the Wikipedia. Uh, Tristan, the character name is spelled different from Tristan, the actress's
1: name. <laughs> Whoa, really blurring the lines between fantasy and reality, huh?
0: Either that or whoever was in charge is a real fucking idiot. Uh, It's Phil T.R.O.,
1: right? No. Yeah, cool. Got it.
0: Uh, Yeah. Anyway, uh, Tristan is a skeptic. And hey, of course there are people like that. I'm one of them. And not just in the sense like, there is no Blair Witch because movies, and it's, it's like, no, it's like the way I was watching the movie, I felt like maybe it's just the teens losing their minds or something like that. But either way, she's an archetype, and there's a reason for that, and that's, that's a good thing. And then you have Kim, <laughs> the Goth. <laughs> you can't deny that she existed. Remember 1999? No, no. Remember
1: Goths? First of all... Movie goths are my favorite thing in the world. Absolutely. Second of all. Okay, guys. So the first movie is totally fake. So here's the goth girl with psychic powers. Uh, That's that is, is the thing. Okay, now.
0: Okay, so the <laughs> basic basic, the basic idea of that video that you showed me is that the director had a vision. And I remember upon watching, we both, if we had been in the same room, we would have kissed. And then we would have looked at each oh, other. Yeah. And we would have said, like, at the same time, this movie could have been a masterpiece. I mean, there had so much potential for all these things. We'll get into that later as to whether it could have actually come out of this without any scars. But there is one very big problem here, and you have to blame the director. Is why does she have psychic powers? I because I a... they manifest before they uh, before they get into the woods? She's she says I hear voices all the time. So well, I, that, I mean, that is psychic powers, <laughs> you just crazy. That, the, now that does bug me that they keep on doing that. Anyway, uh, she she's I mean, supposed to Elvis's represent. Those are
1: like, actually hilarious.
0: No, either way, she's supposed to represent like the the goss, the outsiders, the ones who liked the movie because it was offbeat and you know it was dark and they were into like the occult and shit like that. Hey, that's that's good. We're setting up a great cast of characters here, and then there is my most hated character <laughs> in possibly any movie I've ever seen. Erica. Erica <laughs> is such an irritating character. She is, she is a, I guess a, a stereotype, a parody of Wicca. That, it, that I think plural is Wicca. They take wookie, off the ends of the or something. Wicca,
1: West, Jim West.
0: Jim, why couldn't this be the part that we lose? Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, I
1: didn't even mention that the asylum stuff in the beginning just reminded me of the Good Burger dance scene. I've been trying to be polite to you.
0: I Don't the only thing I re- the only thing reminds me of the good burger stuff is like grape nose man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the shittiest thing I've ever seen in any movie. Uh, oh, meanwhile man. Erica is the shittiest character in any movie I've ever seen. Uh, from her immediate introduction, she's lying down in the back of the van and is like uh, they're arguing about the Blair Witch. is like, "So why can't you guys get on the same page about the Blair Witch?" And she she leans up from her lying position, says, "We've always been misunderstood." Ibiro is just like, "Fuck her!" And then uh, she's like, "And there's Erica, not only a hottie but a real witch." And she says, <laughs> "Blessed be!" And I, and he's like, "Oh, wicked!" And I was like, "Oh my god, shut the fuck up, both of
1: you!" You're right. This movie could have been a masterpiece.
0: now that being said watching this with the knowledge of what they're supposed to be and the stereotypes and everything i love this depiction because i think it is a really good uh i don't know parody stereotype or whatever or or depiction of people who are so self-important and you know, it's like oh, whatever. You know, it's obviously it's supposed to be more of a stereotype of Wicca or whatever. But like, it's a self importance that really gets to me. You know.
1: I mean, I just really enjoyed all of her cool things she did, like when she sat on the floor with a bunch of tarot cards and candles, and then disappeared from the movie entirely.
0: Yeah. Uh, so she was annoying. Anyway, they they pick up Kim from a from a gravestone or something like that. Isn't she's that cool because
1: goths just love hanging out in graveyards. You know, that's the thing is that it's
0: not even like a goth thing anymore. It's like the, the Allman Brothers used it was to like do that. like two in the
1: afternoon. She's just laying on a tombstone like, wow, she must have some dark secrets in her book of shadows.
0: She says she wants amphetamines. Those are hard drugs. First of all, I'm uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> Second of
1: all, not hard to come by, though. Chris, let's talk turkey. How do you think I watch these movies?
0: Uh, I watch these uh, drunk on rum. I'm uh, oh, not getting nice. here. I, uh, I got some really nice rum from Tor- from Tortuga so
1: uh I'm cracking a dr pepper and got white girl wasted and watched garbage movies
0: oh that's cool um anyway so they what is it they came to the burned down ruins of Rustin parr's house it, it, you're sure that this is
1: it can't it can't be because I mean, that's the, all the little kid handprints that's where he killed the kids that's that then that's me. the
0: same house that they come across in the third movie
1: but there's spooky ghost shit you can all of it can be explained they just was, build oh, the house a house back i mean that's not even like the top 20 things that don't make sense that happens in this franchise
0: it's 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 top five if you're trying to tell me that's Rustin parr's house from the first one anyway um, making
1: a house appear doesn't seem that difficult
0: for, considering for okay yeah she does considering if you type the
1: re- rewind button in backwards it plays haunted footage of them murdering tourists if you want to really oh, get yeah. specific
0: actually we do have to talk about it we might as we'll talk about it right now because otherwise i'm going to be talking about it throughout the entire movie is the the worst part of this movie and there are a lot of really bad things but the absolute worst thing is when it keeps cutting to people being murdered that's it's almost really like it annoying.
1: totally doesn't fit Whatsoever
0: or, or or, when it cuts to people being uh, interviewed As to, you're not making a believer Out of me, boy, why did you kill her Or, or stuff like that It ruins the movie, it ruins so, the entire
1: movie So I guess it bears stating now The original vision was Have about an hour of them in the woods You know, doing stuff, meeting everyone And then they black out at night And then trying to piece together what happened And then the last half hour is Like finding out the horrible shit they did you know the police interrogations but all that just got you know kind of cut and moved around to the beginning where it made no sense and took any mystery out of it from like minute five you know like oh someone's gonna get murdered yeah instead of that being a third act reveal
0: yeah so and again cutting to the murders just really ruins the movie and you can tell that the murders were, were a little bit too graphic it wasn't graphic in the original movie and that was what made it so scary the the studio told them to go back in and make it more violent to make it more scary here's where I, we haven't even got to like the the end of the first act yet but i gotta say this here this movie was not meant to be a horror movie this was meant to be a psychological thriller and that makes it so much more interesting like, I mean, it, this could have been a really fascinating movie with, like, you know, tricks being played on their minds. There, There's a line. So they they start, uh, they, they get to the house and there's the burned-down house. They're, like, doing a bunch of weed and, and drinking and stuff like that. And they're having an awful drunken conversation which reminds me of the own-that-shit conversation from <laughs> Suicide Squad. Where what, what, what really bothers me is just like that awful conversation where you're, you're starting to sober up and everyone else is still drunk and they are just like, God, I hate the company I've surrounded myself with and be like those awful drunken conversations that always happen. But what Jeff says is a really important line. Uh, he says, Video doesn't lie. Film does, though. The first time I saw that, I thought that was a terrible line. The, now that I know what they were actually going for, that's one of the most important lines in the movie
1: because well what it's supposed to be looking out for you dude oh god what is that (laughs) jesus
0: well they they're looking for our lost footage of the first part (laughs) i'm still mad
1: go on (laughs) like the entire point of the movie is they run into these tourists like early on in the night and it's mostly supposed to be played for laughs right and then you know joking around and then they black out and they wake up the next day no idea what happened all their shit's been destroyed and they're trying to piece the whole night together through what little footage they have left. But instead, he just, like, it's more than obvious, like, hey, we're just going to keep cutting ahead to these people getting stabbed in the chest. Hey, what do you think happened? Jump cut to him being interrogated by the cops. Jump cut to someone being stabbed in the throat. Like, I don't understand any of this movie or why it exists the way it does. Because guess it's- what? Adding in blood where you can't see who's getting stabbed or why who it doesn't have any effect who cares like if there's no context it doesn't mean anything
0: i mean that's that's the thing it's like you got all these uh different things that happen in there and when it's not in its right order it just doesn't work you can't pulp fiction your way into this it just it's not gonna work that
1: way boy do you think this guy saw the studio's like reservoir dogs is pretty cool what if (laughs) we have more flashbacks
0: that's about the same thing here. Uh, anyway, remember when the tour group comes up to them and they got the woman who says she came all the way from Berlin? So yeah. you're looking for the Blair Witch? You went from Berlin? Dude, first time I watched the Blair Witch, I thought the Blair Witch was the trees. <laughs> She's, she says, I, I didn't come here to see a whole bunch of trees. It's was like, did you see the first movie? <laughs> yeah, like, what did you? what do you think you're going to find? Yeah, I'm so fucking dumb. Anyway, uh... I don't know why Kim has psychic powers. It's, there's really no reason for it. And then Erica, oh god, Erica, fucking, she's she wants to commune with Ellie Kedward. And she says, no, she was a good witch, which immediately, I'm, I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to play that sound clip from The Wizard of Oz, where it's like, are you a good witch or a bad witch? Uh, come on, that's so fucking, like, you're going to underhand that joke for me? No, 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 totally I'll take it as a passball. No, I'm not. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, so she's like, when she lies back on the grass and like, she's like just exposing her midriff the whole time. It's just so sleazy and shameful. It's like, come on. What the fuck are you doing? a stupid dumbass movie for idiot babies. I love it so much. Uh, Meanwhile, like, Stevens really, where he's, they're like uh, around that fire. As soon as he says, the Bermuda Triangle, it's like, right there, I'm out. That is the most boring fucking conversation you can have. You start getting into those conspiracy theories and shit. Oh, God. I could not stand the people in this movie. Uh, Shout out to, yeah, but also Tristan is pregnant in this movie, right? Why is she drinking alcohol? Just getting shithoused. Yeah. I was was just like, boy, that's going to be great. Your baby's going to end up like me. Uh, I mean, uh, anyway. uh, God, I wish I
1: ended up like the baby, (laughs) though.
0: so he might as well uh, i don't know if we'll give it away but uh, whatever uh <laughs> um anyway uh so they wake up and it's snowing oh wait no it's someone ripped up all the pages in his book and are just for some reason they're still in the air uh, yeah look if
1: you think about it doesn't make sense but it's a cool visual i'm willing to let that one go you
0: you were gonna let that one go okay look uh, there's
1: a lot to not let go i'll give him that one
0: now, then they, anyway, they, they still find the tapes uh, of the, because they were videotaping the whole thing. Uh, already, by, by the way, guys, I'm going a lot faster than I could be going. I could spend three hours on this movie that's only an hour and a half long. This is a movie I, I, I like to watch with people because I got like a million things to say. I totally Mystery Science Tier 3000 this movie the entire way through. <laughs> anyway, they find the videotapes underneath there. Uh, Parker, knowing what you know about the end of the movie uh, and what happened there, why are the tapes buried under stuff
1: uh well there's there's a witch and uh are we
0: trying to say that the witch doesn't want people to find uh evidence of her
1: existence um let me just uh uh i don't fucking know
0: oh jeez. this movie makes
1: no sense
0: (laughs) yeah the movie does not make a whole lot of sense Anyway, they wake up, and uh, Tristan drowns her baby in the river. Uh, oh, wait, that was As a dream. Do. And she wakes up, and she uh, miscarries. So uh, all, all around a pretty pleasant movie so far. And, hey, uh, let's they... go
1: have fun at this silly summer horror movie. Oops, miscarriage.
0: And anyway, so they go to the hospital, and they're like, oh, she's okay. And then we see him, the one, the only, the sheriff.
1: I wrote down almost every line he said with his pronunciations.
0: Well, as as soon as I, at the beginning, remember at the beginning of the first movie that we discussed, uh, it was like all the people there seemed realistic. They seemed like actual residents because some of them actually were. Uh, then he goes, "Go home. There's no Blair Witch. There's no goddamn
1: Blair Witch. Buttily, you bitch. <laughs> you goddamn kids. I want my cake." <laughs>
0: It, he's basically doing that, you know? It's so uh, so <laughs> as I'm watching he's, when he's in the when he's in the fucking like hospital, he's like, You've been ruining this town since you were ten <laughs>
1: I have a line that says, disembowel <laughs> Jeffrey.
0: <laughs> so you ever watch uh Samurai Jack? Of course I did. Remember the sheriff pig? <laughs>
1: It's I think about basically it, he does, him. He does kind I of sound he... like a southern version of Aku. <laughs> he,
0: no, he's he's Jared Piggy's gonna do
1: Foolish warriors
0: he's he's going to be like
1: Montgomery College tells the whole story okay now
0: I gotta I gotta talk to you about that both Josh and I went to Montgomery College for a little bit I went there when I was when I was transferring between uh, University of Maryland and Chippensburg I went to Montgomery College. To, to hear it said that way, <laughs> it, remember the episode of King of the Hill where the guy from Boston visited Texas? <laughs> oh, you mean this podcast? <laughs> it's it's essentially the most humiliating thing. Is like, I went over there to Montgomery College. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, does he know where Burkitsville is supposed to be? Alright, so it takes place in Maine. Did you say Louisiana? Cool. (laughs) This is my performance. uh,
0: Dude, it's it's not Stephen King month anymore. Burkittsville isn't in
1: Maine. Northeast is one giant hellhole of haunted forest. Maryland
0: isn't in the northeast.
1: I don't care.
0: You fucking hicks. Is it in Texas? (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't matter? Uh, (laughs) Cool. uh, But you are actually right. Burkittsville is not in Montgomery County.
1: Sacramento Creek State Park is though. I don't know what these things are.
0: Anyway, McCormick County's kind of nice, but uh. So... Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> so she has a she has a miscarriage. She goes to the hospital and she's like, "Well, it's kind of it's kind of rough." Uh, then she sees a ghostly apparition of a little girl in a dress, and she, like, sort of dissipates into the ether. They're originally going to shoot it where it just jump cuts her away, and that would have been a better effect, but. Yeah, what is the what is Joe Berlinger? No, he's just the director. Pretty um, shitty. Yeah, so they're like, "Well, we had a rough day. Let's go to Jeff's house."
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, I just miscarried. Well, let's go to my abandoned broom factory because witches ride brooms. We're just really postmodern here. Yeah. Uh, c- c- shout out to you
0: getting that. I uh, yeah. I have to admit, I didn't even catch that one. I, I wish I, I I'll admit, Jeff has a sweet setup, right? right?
1: that fake dog alarms
0: incredible that was a great idea i i forgot about that you know i i, I was like that's a really cool idea um so what is going on with uh the the rest of the place around there? it's like he got it there was an old civil war broom factory he bought it for a buck
1: sure whatever who, who,
0: how does that even i don't i don't care uh anyway so he's filled with all the stuff. He he also runs, uh, as Kim says, "bullshit central" here, and uh, she's he's shown off all the stuff he sells, like all the the sticks and everything. And Erica pipes up with like, "Yeah, this is really what the Wicca culture needs: more fear and lies based on capitalism. Do we oh really need God. to be selling our special like, tr- you know, twigs and dirt just to make a few bucks?" And I was just like, "Oh my God, shut her up!"
1: What if we just make her say a thesis of the movie instead of just having it play out?
0: Now, I will admit my favorite part of the entire movie, the part that actually made me laugh out loud, it always makes me laugh out loud, is what he's he's filming all this stuff, he's like, okay, dirt, that's a big seller. I got the little stickman, got a stickman keychain over here, got the ters- t-shirts over here, we got rock piles over here. Wait, who made that? Oh, I'm just kidding, I made that. That got me too. <laughs> that's a genuine oh my god, I, no, I did it. He just moves on. <laughs> uh, that's that's it's really funny so they, they blacked out right and they're like "They're we're gonna review the footage and everything uh, it's kind of weird it looks like uh, Erica is uh, swinging naked on the uh, on the tree there it just holds on her chest for of the longest time I felt so bad for her <laughs> uh,
1: she was hired for her incredible acting <laughs> poor
0: thing. Anyway, then uh she decides to go make out with Stephen. Uh it's a hallucination, but did you hear the music that was playing while they were making out? It sounded familiar. It's no, it didn't because it Correct. was just a some guy playing a harmonica. It sounded like migratory <laughs> geese. I know. It was like it was just like
1: wow.
0: I was like god, could you put on Raffi or something? You know, it's something to set the mood here <laughs> would be better than this.
1: See i hope you guys like a half hour hallucinations because like what is it oh, yeah, film lies one. but which what's the line uh, no uh video lies uh, but vid- film video 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 never lies but film does because you see the film is showing us things that may or may not be happening but the truth is on what they recorded
0: yeah which I too can, bad we cool know thing. the truth because
1: yeah. they kept intersplicing everything that ruined it
0: yeah i get it's Totally lame. Um,
1: like, imagine if it's just a slow burn of them slowly discovering, like, wait, what did we do? And you finally get the footage of them, like, doing their fucking ritual and killing people instead well, of seeing yeah. it over I mean, they, and over again.
0: Yeah, which... Oh, mad just thinking about it. But, like, okay, I like, so I was Erica...
1: Get every time an interrogation scene up, knowing what I knew, I kept getting angrier. Like, fucking just show me the movie.
0: We'll get to that. But Erica talks about... Um, Sorry, I, I keep switching back and forth to uh, audition to make sure it's still recording. I'm so upset. <laughs> um, meanwhile, uh, so they hallucinate that they're making out, and then she viciously scratches him, and there's blood all over his stomach and stuff like that, and no one ever mentions it again.
1: Yeah, by the way, all the markings they have on their chest? Okay, they just kind of seem to brush yeah, past the weird runes kinda... on all of them. Yeah, they're there, so with we'll... Hey, what what is this supposed to be? How did this get here? I don't know. Maybe I don't know what your problem is. Maybe maybe someone drugged our drinks. Fucking what? Okay. Oh Whatever. yeah, that's that's actually yeah. yeah we're uh, gonna. I have some thoughts when we get to the end of this. Uh,
0: well, uh, there, there is uh, some stuff to do. So Erica decides to go run off into her room and pray. She's surrounded by can- by candles and, and like chanting a prayer over and over again.
1: It's what my dad thinks Wiccans are.
0: Now. As a Catholic, I can't actually uh, insult any of the stuff that I just mentioned.
1: (laughs) (laughs) These silly fools are praying around candles. What a bunch of oafs.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh... Anyway, so, yeah, like you said, uh, they, they've all got the markings and everything, and they're just like, I have to admit, I think Stephen's reaction is my favorite. He's just like, ah, jeez, I got him, too. It's it's like spreading around, like, herpes or something. Like, ah, jeez. Uh, so, anyway, they're just like, well, we need more coffee and beer. And uh, she drives to a store. This this gets to me. Um, first of all, the three guys who catcall are outside the store. Um, One of them looks
1: like guys? 11 years old.
0: Yeah, that really bugged me. Uh, but the other one is they, they went here before at the beginning uh, this really shows, I'm sorry Kim she's a really bad actress uh, it's like really noticeably bad um, when she's like oh, talk. About, what century are they living in <laughs> it's just like okay you're trying really hard here um, but this is the one that got me when I was watching the video. It's like, it, it's the exact same people are in the store that were in there the, during the day when they went, which uh, really bugged me. But uh, that guy who's fixing the what, the vending machine or something like that.
1: Ooh, yeah, that got me too. Uh,
0: In the video. I mean, I remember the first time I watched this, I didn't get it. Cause I did I cause in the uh, I think it's either in a companion piece or in the original movie when he says I'm finally finished or something like that. Yeah, that's what I he would,
1: says when he comes back into town after yeah after the killing kids. all the
0: kids. Yeah. Uh, after I remember the first time I watched it, and he says that I was just like, "Who is that guy? What, the, what was the point of that?" You watch the video, is like, "Oh my god, he meant for that to happen. There was a reason for that. He didn't just have that guy say something weird and just left it in there like it's troll 2 It's <laughs> I mean, th- this was a real. They had a real point to that. And that's so much scarier, you know? They had a they had a thing going on
1: there. Uh, Basically, for not being clear, that random dude in there is Rustin Parr, and then when she looks away, he's gone. Yeah. So, like, shit's already bleeding over into their real life.
0: It just... But without... Could have been
1: a cool idea, but... Yeah, it was was really subtle, but no.
0: Yeah, she argues with that one lady, and she... Basically, the end story here is she gets her beer.
1: Which, by the way, they kind of tip their hand a little too much. Because, like, it's pretty clear she stabbed that lady. It's... I got that pretty much immediately. Like, when she gets back home and the little nail file or whatever is covered in blood. Oh. Oh, yeah, she definitely killed her. Like, there's no no question about it. Oh, actually.
0: Oh, really? Because I did have a question about it. I think think the very first time I saw it, I thought the idea was that the... (laughs) I thought the movie was a lot worse than it was. I I thought the idea was that the uh, cashier was the Blair Witch. And she, like, had, like, a little curse put on, like, her nail file. <laughs> and I was just, like, I remember watching it, I was like, oh, if that is a twist, guys, I am going to freak.
1: Um, also, it makes no sense that she killed her, even if she was possessed. Because, I mean, it's just some random lady. Like, there's no whatever. Wouldn't she
0: also kill the three guys outside? Correct. Or? And the you big fat so. lady?
1: Or, like, you know, take them to Coffin Rock or any of the things involved in the lore. Not just stab a fucking cashier with a nail file and leave with her beer but remember know. remember like
0: the the kids she almost hit with the car
1: the spooky ghost kids yeah that went
0: nowhere anyway Correct. um
1: but those are the kids that were killed and arrested whatever
0: yeah but uh it's so Reba- well it was more than seven kids though wasn't it i don't care i, don't, I didn't uh, count cuz so she was busy s-
1: listening to pod
0: Anyway, so Erica's gone now, and they're like, "Where's Erica? Who cares?" And they see her outside, and she's she's naked outside, dancing around a tree, just like in Evil Dead Two. And uh, they see her, and Stephen sees her, and immediately runs away from them to go outside to look at her. And I was immediately at first, I was like, "Yo, naked chick, don't come after me." <laughs> <laughs> that that was that was pretty funny to me. Um, and anyway, she's like, "You know who it is." And I was just like, I, I keep watching it. And I was just like. This movie is building to something. I I have to admit, I don't know what it is, but it's. I come on, do something here. Then a fake owl flies in. Oh my god! I'll let you take over.
1: This <laughs> is <laughs> when she fucking the worst animatronic fake owl crashes to a window, <laughs> and at one point. It just cuts to Kim like eating the owl. <laughs> this <laughs> shitty little puppet eating it. <laughs> and it's like, oh actually, she was just eating fried chicken. Uh oh, there's ghosts afoot. Don't trust the film everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I thought that was one of the funniest parts of the movie oh, as far as Oh my I'm god, concerned. I died. Oh jeez. It's, it's one of the things where, again, knowing what you know about the movie, it's a pretty cool effect that you know stuff is messing with their minds or whatever. Um,
1: Wouldn't it be really cool if we didn't have any inclination that something violent had happened while they were blacked out?
0: Yeah, that probably would have been really cool. Anyway, yeah. uh, so <laughs> this is really funny. Uh, they're like, next morning, we gotta get out of here. Tristan is really losing it, and she thinks she's the Blair Witch or something like that. Uh, but... Jeff finds out his van is wrecked. How how did the Blair Witch do that? I like I don't even know how that happens. The
1: Blair Witch just fucking walked around with a baseball bat and just beat the piss out of it. That's not really his. I mean, like creepy rock formations and twig twig figures are like way scarier than like I wrecked your van. Now,
0: now we get to the point where like, oh, they call up Erica's father. He's they they apparently that was never her real father. Apparently she was lying about it. And they're like they're starting to suspect Erica is a Blair Witch or something like that maybe. Uh, but the, and the thing is, there is a lot of paranoia in the group. That's one thing that's consistent about all the movies that all the movies do well is paranoia. So I'll give this movie credit, even in its bad state as it is, this movie does paranoia extremely well. Like, I'm jumping said, ahead a
1: bit, but like I think the third act, even in this is still we're about really to get good. There. We're okay.
0: about to get to the third act. which I, I wanted I to say something
1: nice, because it's been a while.
0: Oh yeah, that's the thing. Uh, now here's, uh, before we get to that third act, you know we have to talk about this. Reading uh, verbatim from Wikipedia. The county sheriff calls to Jeff <laughs> and asks him to turn on the TV to see the news. Uh, now, Jeff's reaction is already great. Jeff's reaction is like, go ahead, turn it on, humor him. I love Jeff's interaction with the sheriff. That's one of my favorite parts of the movie. They're both both so funny in the way that they act. Uh, He's like, go ahead, turn it on, humor him. Now, when they turn it on, the first thing he does is he rushes over to look at the TV. And you see the sheriff in the background of that woman who's taping it. And he (laughs) waves to the camera. And my favorite shit in the world is is Kim points to it with her finger on the screen and says, Look, there he is!
1: (laughs) This guy with the long gray ponytail dressed like... He sounds like the fucking Looney Tunes rooster is waving at the camera. Oh, I'm so glad they were... I say, I say! There ain't no
0: goddamn witch! It's like, way to go, Kim. You found Waldo. So, uh, Anyway, it turns out the (laughs) Colonel Sanders... Now the group does, now this does overplay its hand just a bit. It says they found the other tour group disemboweled. Disemboweled, Jeffrey. (laughs) Now, uh, this is kind of tricky. If they hadn't shown this tour group being murdered, then we we wouldn't have any sort of suspicion. Uh, I mean, mean, we would have like, uh, you know, oh, wait, did the witch do that? Because, like, it's already
1: building things. Like, they're starting to see shit. They're starting to get, you know, more paranoid about one another. And then to have, like, hey, by the way, those people that you saw for five seconds just turned up fucking dead. And now it's like, okay, we're starting to build to something. Yeah. But that was ruined literally during the opening credits.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so immediately after that is this movie is very clear about where its first second and third acts are immediately oh, yeah. after that as soon as you see jeff after that you see him shaking and visibly nervous that's where the third act starts and that's and the no, best part of the
1: movie i looked at the time code literally 58 minutes in that's when they go to the reverse footage like it could not be more distinct like yep yeah, it's time for third act let's do this
0: Mm -hmm. and that is immediate and he's just like none of you people are leaving this without me i am not going to get stuck for these murders that is so like immediately it's like the entire tone of the movie is finally starting to come together it's like i understand what you're trying to do the paranoia actually you know is, is starting to come together she finds dossiers on each one of them uh meanwhile tristan is standing in bed and spinning around Sorry, no excuse. That's that's dumb shit I've ever seen in my life. Or shot in a
1: movie with a fake owl.
0: They probably... You know, I bet the director wanted to cut that, but the studio told him to leave it in. Uh, It's a trailer shot. Erica's out there naked swinging around a a tree. The walkway collapses, but then it's back up. And uh, then, you know, he thinks he sees some dogs out there. He goes to get a shotgun. The dogs are gone now. And... uh, it's, there's all this stuff that's going on. That's Wait a second! Just... Isn't
1: that isn't she Erica standing in the closet when he goes to put the gun back? Uh, or is that I later? Think I I think it is because there's one point where like he opens it, grabs a gun, goes to the front door, comes back, and then her body is there, and he's like, "Y'all did this!" Like, there's no humanly possible way. They even drug better her corpse in the standing in the corner though. son. Awesome. Yeah, and even Get better
0: is uh is there is the sheriff calling and saying he's at the front door and instead, it's the dogs and then he goes away and then the dogs are gone uh my favorite thing is like all the guys in the audience must have been really disappointed that erica's hair was so long <laughs> all right that's very <laughs> yeah.
1: strategically placed hair good honor
0: yeah so uh that's that's a shame for them my favorite reaction is jeff when he finds her in the closet his eyes he looks scared as hell he looks like a
1: zombie uh I mean, God bless them. Everyone in this movie's trying. They don't know their movie's about to get fucked apart.
0: Yeah, uh, some are trying harder than others. Sorry to well, Stephen yeah. Barker Turner that you, you can't act. Uh, he, he doesn't have a voice for His acting. hair is so good. Oh, that's true. His hair is beautiful. Facial hair, not so much, though. But uh, anyway, Tristan is going nuts. She's speaking backwards. And what you, we we learn later on, there was a point to all that, this s Rever shit, you know? Yeah. There's, like, this little stuff. Like, if you catch a little snippet of, like, the fire, it spells something out. You can put all these words together and visit a secret site and you learn more about it. Is that not the coolest shit in the world? Like,
1: even if this movie is not great, like, there's more work put into hiding secret backwards message in this movie than a bunch of movies I've watched this year.
0: Now, isn't that immersive as
1: well? I fucking... I live for Easter eggs and hidden messages in movies.
0: Yeah, anyway, that's... So they start doing... It, because it makes the audience per- participate in everything. I just... I like shit like that. Anyway, uh, so they decide to play the tapes backwards, even though the time code is going forwards. I don't get it. And it shows that they were all in uh, a satanic ritual. There was an orgy going around. Uh... And it looks like Tristan was the leader there. When he they, when they, when cuts away from them doing it, Tristan's facing behind them. Whew. That's a cool... That was so cool.
1: And, and I just felt like a pit in my stomach. Like, oh, fuck. What's going on? Yeah,
0: no. And Beadwall, she's she's acting very much like the witch. And through apparently an accident or something, she hangs herself. And, uh... I mean, he's, he's taping the whole thing. I don't know why. Uh, and...
1: Because he wants her to confess on film, so he doesn't go to jail.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, thank you for uh, catching me there. And they they come to the realization uh, that they were the ones who killed all the tourists, and then they've been arrested. And did you? It's not even that subtle. It, it, they get to the point where they're getting taken to the police station or whatever. Did you see how they got to the police station? They had to cross another log bridge to get to something like that. I was like, <laughs> A, who builds a police station there? B, you're trying way too hard to make it like they're going back into his house. The <laughs>
1: fucking thing. Um, also, can I just say how cool yeah. it was to have the idea of all the scary paranoia stuff take place inside instead of in the woods and have the woods just be them hanging out?
0: That was a great idea because the way it was originally shot is the first act was going to be a comedy. It was going to be a light-hearted comedy, a satirical comedy. And second act was going to be like an escalation of fear of, uh, oh, what's going on? We don't know. We were confused. And the third act was just going to be all the paranoia coming together. That's
1: fantastic. What an interesting structure and a different take on the first movie. But what uh, if we had Marilyn Manson and a bunch of... effects God. That, that aren't even good. Like, it's just like a quick cut of someone like cutting open someone's stomach quick cut someone getting their throats <laughs> slit. quick cut. It's like oh like it's not even good for what it's supposed to be
0: yeah and there's too much music too oh, like that Dracula song is just so distracting there is so
1: much music i have to say like for all the decades that cinema has been around literally none are funnier than early 2000s horror movies with their soundtracks.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> remember is Resident funny. Evil
1: 2 soundtrack? How could I forget? Remember when people would buy like the Underworld soundtracks because they had so much new metal on them, just to oh, have God. as like a greatest hits mixy. I
0: remember back in like uh actually this was kind of early 90s back when you would buy all the soundtracks just because it would have the only way that you could get the new White Zombie song
1: <laughs> cuz it wasn't on any Dude, of their albums. <laughs> I think it was Resident Evil 2 when it ended, it cut the credits and fucking <laughs> Kill switch engages. The end of heartache started playing. I died. Oh my god! Uh, Seek me, indeed, Chris. Feel me. I'll be. Anyway,
0: now the big question here is: if, if this movie had gone according to the original director's plan, would this have been a good movie? What do you What do you think?
1: This is the problem. The entire time I'm thinking like this is such a way better idea hidden underneath all this. But I've done some thinking on it. So the whole thing he wanted was this escalation, escalation, this ambiguity of like, are they doing it? Are they secretly fucked up? Did he drug them, or is it a witch? There's literally no way this movie makes sense if it's not supernatural.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I think this movie is one that does come away with a clear answer, no matter what the director says, because he's he gave he gives it away when he says, uh, "Video never lies, film does." If video never lies, then we see exactly what's going on. The idea here is that the witch does not have all powerful editing capabilities like the people at Caltech. So she can make the video go backwards, sir, but uh, she can't erase the footage. So one of my favorite shots of the whole thing was Tristan in that full black gown walking towards the camera and looking at it in the exact same expression as Heather from the first movie. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a creepy-ass scene. And that but, cuts back to them, and, and Tristan's facing away. That, that is creepy as shit, and that's so well done. So, I like, understand I think, the ambiguity thing that just doesn't play, uh, but I have to vote. I think this would be not only a good movie, but if done exactly right, it could be even better than the first movie.
1: I, I'm willing to go with good, but when the entire conceit of the movie is... I don't know. Are they just imagining this? Like, clearly not. Like, clearly it's a supernatural thing that's making all this happen. You can't tease that for, what is it, an hour, hour, 10 minutes? If we know, like, there's literally no way. Because if you know, the payoff is going to be, like, of course it's a witch. Like, maybe it'd be better on first watch, but on rewatches, like, there's no ambiguity to it. There's no way it's not a witch doing it.
0: Yeah, I I know, but I they mean, try I think...
1: and give these shitty excuses like, I don't know what, what were we smoking like? Oh man, remember that time Chris when you all were hanging out and we got super blazed and then we just disavowed people and carved ancient symbols into our chests?
0: Well, we weren't blazed, we were taking Viagra's, but either well, way, yeah,
1: we were talking about our twelve hour long erections <laughs> and murdering Chinese tourists. Yeah, which I can't. Fuck me, like Freddy, some... help me slit yeah. her throat. <laughs>
0: oh this is gonna be an amazing one to edit (laughs) uh either way like when it comes down to it i I just like this idea now that being said a fan edit you keep talking about oh if only there was a fan edit for this i think a fan edit is technically impossible i think that there was stuff that they cut that we're never going to get back that would have been essential to this movie in the way that it was made and that's a real shame because he now i can't make it like the way that it was supposed to i one of these days i'm gonna try one of these days I, i really will try but i mean there's only so much i can do
1: In the world with Shout Factory, Scream Factory, and Vestron Video, and Code Red, and all these places, like, just give me the fucking director's cut. Just give me that and the two-hour version of the Blair Witch. Like, come on. They exist. People will buy them. I heard the two-hour version of the Blair Witch kind of sucks, but I mean, but still, put it as a bonus feature, like, to watch once, just to know. Like, this footage exists. It's already out there. Just fucking release it.
0: I don't understand. Anyway, this version was not well-received for the reasons that we just listed, so it went dormant, and then 16 years later, we gotta get this one quick here because you know you gotta go to work, Uh, a movie simply called Blair Witch came out, not Blair Witch 3, or Return to the Blair Witch, or Blair Witch 2 The Quickening, just Blair Witch. Uh,
1: Uh, My favorite trend in Hollywood, the reboot slash kind of half-hearted sequel
0: uh jeez, i gotta tell you man it's it's not good so i'll, I'll go through the story as i know it. The, the movie sort of starts off it got first of all you got too many characters oh because uh, yeah. uh,
1: th- they wanted to kill more people off but
0: boy i not even do that, that well
1: i mean we're gonna talk about it but that's emblematic of just not understanding what made it first, like missing the point of a lot of the first movie. So the movie starts off, and
0: already we have a problem. Remember the first movie, how Mike and Josh, at least, and honestly Heather too, when he saw more of her without makeup, they looked like regular people, just in your neighborhood. Uh, whereas in this movie, all the actors are way too pretty, way, way, way too. Except for the one guy with a with a the one white guy with the curly hair.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's kind of <laughs> he's a.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, whatever. Still looks like an actor, though, and that's one of the other things is, they, they were very clearly actor. They are very clearly actors Ac- who are acting actors. as actors. <laughs> they they were they were just so very obvious actors. Whereas everyone else, I, I know in the in the first movie that those three people were also actors, and that's kind of one of the strengths is that they were acting like real people. These are actors who are acting like actors who are acting.
1: They are yeah. actors in a set up shot reading lines of dialogue written for them. With everything framed perfectly for that specific jump scare.
0: Now, one of the problems one here is might
1: say completely charmless and devoid of anything that made the original what it was. Oh well, yeah, that's one, one might thing. Say.
0: So the movie starts off as like this is based or these are tapes that were found in 2014.
1: Hey, remember that? Hey guys, we found these tapes.
0: Yeah. Well, either cool. way, you can't rely on the same marketing campaign for the first movie because everyone knows it was fake. You can't just do this. You know, so I'm, I'm sorry. That's that's part of the and you also can't rely on the satirical nature of the second one now. So I, even even if we're living in an alternate reality where the sequel was actually good, like, oh, by I, the way,
1: I, I, one I last thing was. about the second one. Yeah, there's no book of shadows. We should probably uh, mention. I, we forgot to, we would that doesn't for exist. <laughs> that. There's literally no book of shadows. <laughs> there's There's no book of shadows. That just uh, reminded me what if they found um, a book of shadows in the house at the end of this one would it up your opinion of it <laughs> <That> <laughs> there's just yes, a big book
0: yes it would that would have made me very happy you know i would have uh so here's one of the most pathetic things i've ever seen in a movie you know what the things that i really hate in movies today is when people go to a club in the movie
1: oh my god yeah
0: first of all I, I don't like going outside or partying or, or having fun uh, or loud music. I, I like to listen to my metal just barely enough so I can don't get to sleep at night. Yeah. you know. <laughs> but either way, it's like, they go to the club. Why do you have your camera on in the club? Why are you filming this? No,
1: it's cool. I love not this being able to hear exactly,
0: dialogue. No, this is exactly what I'm saying when I talked about why did they start filming. It's not why do they keep on filming. It's why do they start filming. There is no reason for almost any of this to be filmed. I mean This shouldn't be a found footage movie. Uh what's what's that uh, right. Max Landis movie you like so much? Chronicle or whatever? That would... that had a reason to be filmed. God damn it. Blair Which one had a reason to be filmed? This doesn't have a reason to be
1: filmed. You're not wrong. Like I'm not gonna argue like the conceit of the movie, it should not be found footage. But the fact <laughs> that it is, I'm I'm too forgiving. I enjoy a good amount of found footage movies. I just don't I don't question like why they still film here. Why wouldn't you put the camera down? Like, oh, because yeah, it I, is because it it's not a movie at that point. The, you can't just not film. I understand? The Maybe the movie. this
0: movie shouldn't have been made. Correct. Anyway, remember how the the opening of the first player wish was one of the best parts of the movie just because it was so believable oh, and it made it seem like it was
1: real. Just meeting all those townspeople and like, getting all this lore, and like getting their groceries.
0: It's like this is stuff that they would have actually done. This is what. Which is what high school jackasses with cameras do. I know, because I was a high school jackass with a camera. Uh, but in this movie, it's very obvious that ninety-nine percent of the beginning is worthless and it actively ruins the movie just just because there's no reason for them to be filming. Like, oh, oh my god, say
1: the main character is Heather Donahue's brother, and he's been oh. trying to find her since the you know she disappeared because they're still ruled you know missing, probably dead, but no one's then they've why... never been found.
0: Well, then, why in the first movie does she only say sorry, mom, and sorry, dad? She doesn't say sorry. What even is his stupid name? I don't remember.
1: It's actually a very Uh, good question. I didn't even think of. (laughs) Well, maybe she wasn't born yet. I mean, she's like like, what twenty years older than him. I don't know. Who Um, cares? But anyway, it's like they find a a video. Yeah, (laughs) that's a really good point. She's old as fuck. They find a video online that's someone found in those woods and he sees it's a first person pov shot and in the reflection there's a woman he's like that might be her which it's clearly not heather but he's been clinging on to hope for like two decades so i guess i get it so that's how Uh this whole thing is jump-started and i don't hate that idea of having him be connected to the first movie instead of just like let's just do it again which they kind of do but still Okay, I'm so trying to be nice. I'm, I'm trying.
0: I mean, if I'm understanding right, so Heather is Michael Myers' niece, and he's going after her. So That's right. Yeah, it's basically the Jason same thing was killed by here.
1: water, Freddy by fire. How Whatever. Can we use this. <laughs> so, like, That's a he, real line in Freddy vs. Jason. But, but what we're going
0: remember. on, so they're still filming for some reason. They go to a motel, they're literally filming these people jumping on a bed.
1: How sad, sad is that? Just how, trying how to recapture that? that shit from the first one and.
0: How desperate is it for a director or writer who doesn't know how people act? Because remember when they went to the motel in the first movie and how it felt believable? they were just like talking about supplies. Oh, good, Jack Daniels right here. There's a, th- that's how people act. They're just like, yeah, I got my drinks, I got my chips or whatever, you know? Okay, we got a big day tomorrow. We're gonna do this stuff. That that seemed like a real. And there wasn't much time spent there. Filming people jumping on the bed. Are that you just reminded me. me?
1: One of my favorite moments of the first movie is after Josh is gone and it's just Heather and him sitting there and they're just talking about like the different foods they miss eating because they've been lost for days now. Oh, man. Man, those human moments make me feel things.
0: That's that's the thing is that that is such an immersive part of the movie. You feel like that. Meanwhile, this is perhaps the least immersive movie I've ever seen. Every single part of this movie just takes me out of the experience. I've watched a so, lot of
1: found footage, so like I, I've seen much worse than this. That might we'll be do. our. That's going to be our biggest difference. Oh, kind of like back with Wonder Woman, where you didn't care about the finale. It's like, well, I've seen thirty of these, so yeah. So you I'm just have standards. I guess. I've seen so much. That's the problem with found footage. Is you know you, you put on a shitty horror movie on Netflix, you can tell in the first five minutes, like, oh, this is garbage made for no money. But with oh. found footage. It all looks the same, so you don't know. You get tricked sometimes. Was hardcore
0: Henry found footage? I don't care. Eh, uh, anyway,
1: anyway. that's all right. Actually, that's fun. But so yeah, I've seen. I've seen. It's I've seen five Parker, pair of white videos. Okay, Parker. is that what you it's want so, to hear?
0: No, no, I. Let's be honest, I know that this movie's a little bit more immersive and, in fact, relatable for you, because they go to meet a couple of rednecks in the woods, and one of them (laughs) has a, a, what's the Confederate flag's real name there? Black dude's face. The battle Uh, flag of Louisiana, or some shit is what they try to call it. Uh, South
1: will rise again, Chris, and then lose. uh,
0: and probably get their asses kicked. Every, okay, so the end of the episode, obviously, going to have to put in The Night They Rolled Old Dixie Down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a song my grandfather, the toughest man who ever lived, uh, once said, it's about the time we kick the South's ass. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the the movie feels heavily scripted. That's because oh, yeah. it is. But that's the thing. is that One of the reasons the original movie works well is because it either wasn't scripted, and it wasn't, or... Even if it was scripted, again, it wasn't. It didn't feel scripted. It felt like all improv all the way. That's a good thing. Whereas this, every single second of it is scripted. You can tell he was told to say this then. He had to rehearse these lines. That's a huge, huge problem. And it sucks me out of the movie.
1: I mean, like Like I I said, I've seen so much worse. Where it just kind of rolled off me. Like I I could actively feel like... Oh, I'm not feeling at all like I did in the first one. But, like, still, it was like, this is still above average for most of the shit I watched.
0: Look, we talked about the first movie, and I'm still mad about the... fucking, But, uh, I don't think you can ever recapture the magic of the first movie. A big chunk of that yeah. is the marketing campaign.
1: That's gonna be a recurring theme here. Do you want to yeah. talk
0: about how this movie was marketed, by the way? Uh, I will, I'll, I'll let you go in on it, because you told me uh, sure. about, you know, The Woods.
1: Well as we discussed when I talked about The really good Death Note adaptation (laughs) Around this time When this came out Adam Wingard was one of my favorite Up and coming directors I love Your Next a lot The Guest is probably one of my favorite movies of this decade And I cannot wait to make you watch it for the show One of these days I will Love those movies they have a style about them They're visually interesting They have good mixes of humor and shit like that Like the soundtracks I drive around to the Guest soundtrack a lot at night I love those movies and when they, some Comic-Con, two months before this came out, there was like, hey, by the way, this movie we made called The Woods, it's actually a Blair Witch sequel, and it comes out in two months. Be there. Like, I've never been that hyped for a movie. I was so fucking ready. All the buzz coming out of it was like, this might be better than the original, you guys, which, whatever. But I, this might be my most anticipated horror movie in the easily the last ten years. And then it came out. I'm so sorry, dude. I fucking love The Guest so much. Even Alex, the one we don't like, also loves it. We disagree on most things.
0: The Guest is the one you want me to watch?
1: Absolutely. Your next is, like, fun, but The Guest is... Uh,
0: Anyway, now, that being said, uh, even though I think that the entire point of this movie was... Okay, the, the point of this movie was to make money. Let's not lie to ourselves here. Effort went in here. Like real noticeable tangible effort went into this, and I can't fault them for doing that. Now, as much as I think this is a not just a bad movie, I think it's kind of a terrible movie. Uh, Just, I mean, that's really kind of my personal opinion. Is I just think it's awful, and it's it's a misguided attempt here. Uh, That's what I was going to use because, like, you can tell the writer
1: director. I have a very deep love for the original, but a lot of this is very misguided.
0: It's the whole thing here is that they've got this uh, thing that they want to (laughs) do. And they, they, they don't get why the original is good. It's like saying that the thing was really good because of the gore. Now, the gore was part of it, but it's also the feeling of paranoia. That being said, here's uh, what I'm getting around to here. One of the things that this movie does so well is it, it keeps consistent the idea of paranoia. See... All these really great horror franchises need to have a theme that keeps them along. That's why the Halloween franchise is so dead, is because there's no real consistent theme here. Uh, even Friday the Thirteenth has a theme. You're running away from Jason. You gotta get away from Jason. That's it's constant in every single movie except for the first one, ironically. But like, yeah, there's there's an idea going on with that. And it, with the guest, you're, wait, that's not a series. Never mind. The, well, what's what's another horror
1: franchise? I don't watch this shit. Oh, your favorite child's play. Oh, yeah. That, they, they, Which is there actually comic good now. okay. Well, yeah, sure it is. That's yeah. good. Uh-huh, sure is. Yeah, that you, uh huh, sure it is. Yeah, they got Stephen Dwarf. Isn't I'll it?
0: Just pencil this in. Shouldn't they just call him Stephen Dwarf? Anyway. Um, it's not even his name, <laughs> it's a different person. Oh, whatever. (laughs) I don't fucking care. Anyway, like, the idea of paranoia here, I I like it. Because, I mean, that's the thing. As I mentioned, I I like the thing so much because of the paranoia. They keep it in this movie. And that's great because that's one of my favorite parts. So that's, that's really good. Here's another good thing here. And I'm completely serious about it. The movie's best innovation is filming in the dark. They couldn't even do that in the first movie. It was technologically impossible for them to do it.
1: All right. You're right, but now I want to get to the biggest problem, the thing that made me not want to see it forever, and the thing that, like, honestly took me out of it for the first hour. I could not enjoy this movie. There are so many fucking obnoxious jump scares. Like, a near comical really? amount.
0: Really? Like what? I have to admit, it's like, okay, look, how do, how do, I, how do I put, like, a good jump scare? You ever see... I can't believe I'm saying this. Do you You ever see the woman in... I know what a jump scare is. Do you know what uh...
1: what a not good one is? Uh, When you're filming something, you're staring straight ahead and it's deadly quiet. And there's a loud banging sound. It's just your friend going, did you guys hear that too? Oh, yeah, Literally, like, how many times? To the point where a character in the movie said, you guys have to stop doing that. Like, it's (laughs) so fucking obnoxious that they literally have to reference it in their own movie.
0: No, the worst is when she was like, like she's like filming herself and she's moving around the camera and Ashley comes up and grabs her arm and there's a loud noise when she does it and like I said like a gasp and everything and I was like that's another thing that took me out of the movie I was like wait they edited that sound yeah they, a, they made it louder than everything else and they edited out the steps of her walking up she'd be walking over leaves and twigs she'd be making noise you would hear Ashley coming they get rid of that entirely
1: there is nothing I hate more than a shitty cheap jump scare like, James Wan's movies, Insidious and The Conjuring, they are nothing but jump scares. But every single one of them is earned. There is never a fake out. It's never, oh, I wow, you snuck up on me. It's never a cat. It's always something actually happening. This movie, it's nothing but... There was literally, I think, three within a two-minute span of just loud noise. A guy coming out of the bushes. Oh, where have you guys been? Oh, my God. Someone, like, banging into the tent. Someone, like, it's just... It's lazy.
0: Well, it is. Here's here's another one for you. You ever see the the woman in black with oh, Daniel that's Radcliffe?
1: Spooky. That's a very spooky movie.
0: That that does jump scares really well. I th- I thought that was so I thought those were some of the best jump scares I've ever seen. Or Maybe the jumps I I can't believe I'm saying this, the jump scare at the end of Friday the 13th. Hell, I mean, it's that's a perfect. jump scare.
1: You know, You should definitely watch Insidious cuz there are some whew, they will fucking make your heart stop. That's so well done. And here it's just
0: I feel like okay, kind of normal activity no... is mostly the jump scares. I'm yeah, but there's
1: out. also a bunch of cheap ones. You're just filming in silence and there's a loud noise, like you're gonna jump no that. matter what. Like, I hate
0: that shit. You know, and they, they do it a lot in this one. Just it, filming
1: still shot in pitch black and dead silence, and then something jumps into frame and there's a loud banging sound that doesn't that wouldn't exist in the world. Like, yeah, of course I jumped. That's that's a natural human reaction when something startling happens. Doesn't mean he scared me, it's this movie's not gonna stay with me okay so anyway Ashley uh, oh, gets her get so heated like I was scared to walk my fucking dog after watching a movie I've watched 15 times in my life yeah like uh, it's not hard
0: so sorry uh, Ashley uh, hurts her foot somehow uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. they spend fucking a wow. long time healing that foot and showing like oh we're wrapping stuff around here uh, you heard about the Dan Schneider rumors right <laughs> oh fuck what <laughs> you know who Dan Schneider is right yes uh he made iCarly shit like that you did, did you miss this discord uh discussion
1: oh no i mean i always assumed he was a creep because look at him
0: uh well yeah first of all uh better off Dead, great movie but i think it's a great movie you should see it uh he he he, he this guy has a foot fetish he really oh. does so where the the rumor floating around hollywood is he might be the next harvey weinstein sort of thing uh, there's rumors floating around that he's the father of uh, Jamie Lynn Spears' baby, stuff like that. <laughs> but the real thing that keeps coming up is he keeps showing feet in all of his things. He keeps advertising like their feet. Like, whose foot is this? All this foot, 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 you know, foot fetish things. He might be totally innocent. I'm not making, like, uh, claims here. But I'm, I'm going to say straight up, that dude has a foot fetish. I mean, what, like, he totally does. And it's so obvious. Here, it was like they have a foot fetish, but they, like, they really hate feet you know it's like kind of like both worlds here so it's like why are we still seeing her foot and you know what the payoff is me neither so they move (laughs) on and they're camping and uh, this is about the time where I wrote down verbatim it's definitely a bad movie but it's more worthless than anything else it's hard to get mad at it it's like obviously it was made for money more than anything else but there was a seriously misguided effort to recapture lightning in a bottle in the future perhaps we should allow things to breathe before remaking them you know, like there were I just thirty-one years between the thing and the thing from another world.
1: I feel so bad because if you listen to either the director or writer talk, like it's very clear they fucking love that first movie, and they like they pretty much got this job because uh, they both filmed segments. Them and Eduardo Sanchez for VHS two, a found footage movie, and you know they met and chatted a bit, talked about Blair Witch, and they talked about how much he loved it, and that was the first director Lionsgate called when they wanted to reboot this. Like it was them and only them. Like well, they are huge fans. It's just, it just doesn't work. You can't, you can't recapture that for the paranormal yeah. activity audience because that's what it feels like. It's like, well, audiences today who grow up with all these found footage movies where it's you know stationary camera, like they're not gonna settle for Blair Witch, which you know to them has no payoff and is a bunch of people yelling in the woods. Like they tried to redo it for the audience that sees these movies now, and it just it made no money, so that didn't work either. This movie fucking tanked.
0: Oh, it did. Now, is it bad that I laughed when the purple-haired chick died?
1: That was so fucking sudden. It definitely got me. It got you?
0: Oh, I have to make I mean, get I me. I laughed really hard. I thought it, it did me. I thought it was really dumb, especially for the the reason like this. And I think about it. It's really stupid. The, the best part of the Stickman in the first movie, and honestly in the second movie, because they're so subtle, you you like you only see them like in the background. Isn't that cool? Like when you actually like, take the tiny nose up That makes it so much cooler
1: What if it was a giant one And then they were surrounded
0: by them but, Like they, they, they actually walked into it Or bumped into that giant one And it made a big and, loud scary noise Of course
1: it did because I don't think he knows how to do scary things It's like me. here next has a couple of jump scares But it's mostly like a home invasion kind of thing The guest isn't a horror movie I don't think he knows how to make jump scares work. So, so the girl decides.
0: Well, Ashley, I think, decides to destroy the one of the stickmen. It was the stuff with uh, uh, the purple-haired chicks uh, stuff on it too, and it essentially breaks her spine. And you can tell that's like the way they move the camera. They move the camera away from her so she could get down into like a sort of oh look at this crazy pose I could do for a movie, guys. Mm-hmm. And like and they play like a, a, a crack sound effect. Like oh, I can't crack my knuckles. <laughs> oh, okay, whatever. Uh, it's a <laughs> that's a shame, uh, but it's like that was so stupid looking. Everyone's screaming and yelling. It's like, I guess that might get the people in the theater. But now I know what the segment for. They're just voodoo dolls. That's not cool anymore. In fact, it's cultural appropriation guys from voodoo priests. But let's just have more
1: things get backstories and explanations. That's always scary.
0: Well, that bugs me. Now, wait a second. If these DV tapes and SD cards were found, then someone went into the woods and came out alive. So everything's okay. It feels like we're just watching a movie
1: yeah you can't ever uh, you cannot ever separate yourself that you're watching a movie
0: i can't anyway like
1: and that's like the thing i like most about found footage is since it's so pov you're able to immerse yourself but when you have a director like adam wingard who just has a distinct style who uses like and great music selections to enhance a scene and bright vibrant colors and everything it's like Alright, well you're in the dark woods with no background music, and just looking through a camera lens, you have no style. You lose everything that makes him great.
0: So, anyway, like, the purple-haired chick's boyfriend, I guess?
1: What? Yeah, sure. I'm not going I to mean... call him
0: by his screen name.
1: Oh, you mean Darknet 666?
0: I was about to say that. Anyway, uh, he, my favorite thing about him is that they go away and it's clear that time is moving differently for them than it is for everyone I
1: else. love that, by the that way. That's one of my great favorite idea. things. That
0: was a great idea. And better yet, uh, when he shows up again at the end of the movie, he's got a full beard. Yeah. I
1: that's love the time brilliant. warp stuff. Because that's, that's, that's so the thing cool. in the first movie's lore of like, they're out there for a week, you know, just walking this tiny park. In reality a couple days later there was a search party like searching for them but they couldn't find them because there's space and time fuckery going on with the witch in this movie they get separated they pretty much kick him out because they find out he's a piece of shit and they come back later and they they look just absolutely trash and disheveled he's got like a patchy beard going on like when's the last time you saw us like this morning he's like fucked out. we've been gone for five days it's like oh shit okay i like this this is interesting now i have to say i i did jump ahead there i did jump ahead and i was like oh you
0: know uh they were there uh, they they find out uh they this guy has a beard and stuff like that they find the the house I, dude i gotta tell you everything between them losing the purple haired chick and finding the house it was just it was just a waste of time
1: yeah honestly like the last 20 minutes or 20 30 when they get to the house basically I think that stuff is pretty strong regardless of everything else before it. I think it's very effective. It's a creepy shit, her crawling around that sewer. Mm Nuh uh. I do oh. not do I don't oh. deal well with oh. the descent. I don't like that shit. So you you, you thought you thought the sewer shit was scary? I mean, I just don't like getting stuck in tight places, man. The Descent, literally in The Descent, if there was never a monster, that movie would still be one of the scariest fucking movies I ever saw. I
0: I think I actually might have a phobia or something of getting stuck in tight places. Like, my my dad goes in caves all the time and stuff like that, and I do too, every once in a while, but like, if there's like a hole or something like that, it's like, yeah, just go down this hole. It's like, what if I get stuck? Like, I I, I can't do that. Nope, can't. now. I have to admit, the way that was filmed, I thought that was the nannier of the movie. I thought it was the worst part of the movie. As soon as she got stuck, I was—I I think I wrote down—that is so boring. I was just so bored for her stuck in the mud. I was just like, "Boy, are you guys gonna do something?" And the worst part about it is that there was no way that scene could scare me. It, it, like, what could it possibly? How could it possibly scare me? Like, what what is there that could? Possibly the, a rat's not going to come out. There's no black space for a creature to appear out of. She's it's it's in such a tight area that there's no way that she could it, it could possibly scare me. So there there was there was nothing there. Like I, I understand it, that if she got over a long period of time, you stop and think about oh and her skeleton is just found there years and years later. She got stuck in a sewer pipe boy that really sucks for her but you can't do that in an hour and a half movie
1: man they're in a haunted witch house anything could be at the end of that tunnel come on But
0: there is no end of that tunnel if she's stuck there in the mud and then she eventually extricates herself it was like so you just wasted my time what
1: if she gets stuck and then something comes after her i mean none of these interesting things happen i don't know i'm not gonna go back and watch it well it's
0: good because i thought that was one of the worst parts of the movie anyway so they're in there i thought most of
1: like the middle of the movie was the worst
0: Oh, actually, yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Again, everything between the purple-haired chick and find the house is just like, I, I was like watching it. Half I was like, is anything happening?
1: Boy, you're we'll about know a movie. Ashley,
0: I don't even know what Ashley's fate was. At least the purple-haired chick. I'm oh, cool she's down.
1: the. She fell out of the tree for no reason. Even though she had the weird foot thing. Why was she in the tree? You asked to get the drone. Hey, a drone. That sounds like a cool way to like. Hey, we have all this new technology since the first one came out. How can we use it interesting ways? As soon
0: as the drone, I was like, oh, how are they going to use that? And they was like, oh, we we didn't. It hit, probably, it crashes
1: into a tree. Yeah, I thought was, It's a movie with the witch. How do you not have something flying to the fucking drone? I'm sorry, yeah. but that anyway, is stuck in my craw this whole time.
0: So he, so uh, they come across a crazy guy in the house, and he's like, "You don't understand. You have to do what the witch tells you to." I was like, "Okay, don't don't spell it out for me. I, I watched the first one here. Okay, mm-hmm. buddy, I am deep into the lore. <laughs> you know, I would have like pushed aside. Excuse me, I've been here before. Let's <laughs> you know, come on, but." uh, anyway so she kills him and uh and she has both hands over her mouth like oh my god I'm so sorry sort of thing It's like <laughs> fuck that guy <laughs> but uh anyway here's my question why does he have a camera
1: um because it's a found footage movie
0: yeah that's the that's the real reason they were just like oh we gotta keep on filming guys we gotta keep well, on we need a new angle
1: when did paranormal activity one come out
0: who cares 2005 no, okay, no, 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 2008 It had to be 2008, I remember I've been watching uh,
1: these found footage movies for a decade now I remember because of the girl I was dating <laughs> Those questions don't even enter my mind anymore Like, of course they have a camera It's a found footage movie, whatever Like, I don't care I've sat through enough of these where That shit just rolls right off my back I'm not saying it's a good excuse But I don't even notice this shit anymore Also, are you still there?
0: Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. I was—I was—I was, I thought you were going somewhere cool. Uh, so, oh no,
1: absolutely not. It was just meandering. <laughs>
0: oh, thank God. I mean, if another problem happened with this, I was about to—I was—I was going to become Yishech.
1: <laughs> when you okay. watch Five Paranormal Activities, you stop asking why there's cameras. Because you know why? Is uh, a camera, so it's not a tripod in the corner of the room waiting for a door to open.
0: I mean, I—I I, I have to been the entire movie, I kept saying, "Why are they still filming? Why are they still filming?" I guess was that earpiece was like a, an extra video camera they were doing, yeah. right? that's stupid. Uh anyway. Um so like you see all the handprints on the walls again. In the first movie it was cool cuz they didn't say, "Oh, uh you know, the handprints on the walls maybe the children left them there cuz they they are child size you could tell." It's up to uh, you
1: to remember that that's a thing that was told.
0: Now, in the third movie, it's terrible because they again, they don't explicitly say, oh, "Child's handprints on the walls. This must be the kids that uh, rest sacrifice." No, no, no. They do something that's almost worse. They go and you see it you see it really quickly and immediately as a viewer you don't think oh, children's hands on the walls you think oh hey yeah from the first movie and then they go into a hallway and then the camera stops backs up and shows it to you again really suddenly like oh, children's yeah, hands no. on the walls i was like i am not as stupid as you think i am
1: i didn't need that there's they seem the what i said for a parental activity audience uh Kind of seems like there's a couple things like all oh, these fucking kids aren't gonna get this here idiot. Look, isn't that scary?
0: Yeah. Uh, so then we see. Okay, it's a backstory. There's something at the beginning of the movie that leads them to believe that um, uh, the the witch was uh, tortured and uh, she was left for her arms and legs to really stretch out or something like that.
1: Yeah, because in uh, the original stuff is that she was tied to a tree and left to die in the out in the elements. Yeah, but apparently they also tied was it bricks or stones or whatever to her arms and legs just kind of left her on a rack out there which is seems a little much
0: yeah kind of yeah you know just come on flogger or something anyway um, so you see a really stretched out looking monster here it looks kind of like Slenderman cross with the alien from signs uh, turns out that's not even the witch uh, it's just one of her victims or some shit like that and the director wrote it he's like oh maybe that's the witch or something I was like, the director's like no fuck you so thanks you're never a lot. gonna see
1: the witch because the They're witch we're is... gonna make another one of these I hope. Oh, correct Man, how much this movie made fucking nothing I'm gonna look it up
0: no good well in the meantime I'll tell you about this so she comes across the main character whose name I forget uh when I say she I mean the female main character and they never sleep together I'm very happy about that they would have ruined the movie if I had seen a poV oh shot God. of him just like forty
1: five million yeah against a budget of I mean five. But still, come really, on. this
0: was only made for five million dollars.
1: Yeah, and the first one made 250, and this uh, 45 is uh, see, that's the thing is uh, that, yeah, that this
0: movie looks like it was made for more than five million dollars. That is not a compliment. This should look so much worse. This movie is so HD, it oh, looks okay. so the picture is too pretty
1: because this is the year where horror made a billion dollars, but you forget last year had lights out conjuring two, the don't breathe like all these great movies it was like oh horror's back and i saw the blair witches out but <laughs> yeah. no one saw it and everyone hated it
0: yeah well i mean everyone deserved to hate it. it's not a good movie i was
1: so fucking excited I'm so. Sorry. it still hurts it hurts me deep
0: well well good news is we have batman v super i'm
1: sure there won't be any upcoming movies at the end of this year that disappoint me oh yeah
0: of course not uh anyway um so we finally they, these two are together, and they say, "Oh, if we stand in the corner and don't look at her, we she can't hurt us." It I think it kind of feels like it's perverting the uh, original movie's uh, message or something like that no, message, like it's it's lore or something. Do they change it? Like they recognize the
1: curly hair dude that said, yeah. "If you look at her, you die." Because uh, sure, why not? I guess that's, that's that's their excuse. Like, hey, you're well, never that's gonna not to see the witch. Fair. Hey, we're that never really going to put the fair. witch in this movie.
0: Anyway, which like
1: honestly, I know I said it before, but like at this point, nothing's gonna look better than what you've already imagined in your head for it by now. So yeah, well, why bother? Like, just have different random shit be possessed. Like, it's gonna now, be scarier mentioned... than being chased by a fucking giant witch. Do you think it has a pointy hat and everything?
0: Uh, well, that's the thing. Is yeah, is it gonna look any worse than Bette Midler and Hocus Pocus?
1: Anyway, put a spell on you, Chris.
0: Uh More well, like I put a. Mind. Yeah, this movie put a smell on me. Anyway, uh... uh never mind. I was, I was watching it at home in Maryland. Boy, the downstairs smells awful. we got three cats now. The litter oh box boy. is right there. Anyway, it really puts you in the mood. Uh, so, they're, they're together. They're like, oh, if we just don't look at the witch... Yeah, don't look back. Don't look back. Don't look back. The guy looks back. He dies. I... I mean, come on.
1: Well... I mean, come on. Pretty much what we're supposed to infer is that the witch is inhabiting something and talking to him in heather's voice i th-
0: that's still stupid anyway um I, the entire time i'm taking out of this movie because i'm looking around there it's like you know what if i was a witch i would not be in these digs i it just looks like a lousy place to hang out there's no tv no running water how am i going to play ps4 over here it's terrible so, How am I
1: supposed to game in these conditions?
0: <laughs> I've said that so many times in my life. Uh, anyway, um, so that's, I think, the same reason uh, that the girl looks back. See, what they're doing is they're using the video camera to look back and they can see that thing. And it's still not scary. Um, so the reason she looks back is even dumber than that guy. So we assume, we assume that that guy hears Heather's voice and that's the reason he looks behind. She hears that guy's voice again. It's like you already know he's dead. He looked back, he's and he died, and he's dead. And you hear his voice, and you look back, and she dies, and it's the exact same ending for the first movie. And the camera falls to the ground, and it rolls. End credits, no refunds.
1: Yeah, my my biggest takeaway is just a resounding. Eh, you could do way worse, but. If you're not a fan of the series, there's no need to really bother with it whatsoever.
0: Like I said, my final thoughts here, I don't hate this movie. I mean, how can you hate this movie? I don't have
1: strong enough feelings one way or the other.
0: It's just a bad idea. See, that's the thing that makes it so different from the second movie, is I hate the second movie. There's so many problems with it that the studio just perverted. The studio just tore it to pieces, but I love the idea. Whereas in the third movie, I hate the idea, but i i like the fact that they tried it and i don't think the studio messed around with this one too much if they did i don't
1: know like i think i mentioned even before we recorded the studio wanted it very much like the first one like three kids go into the town talk to locals and then go into the woods like they wanted an almost carbon copy
0: Oh, well, i don't want a shot for shot remake those never yeah absolutely
1: those yeah like the second one i just feel so bad like imagine putting all your heart and soul in, like your first hollywood thing and then a month before it comes out, they go, you actually know we're just going to do this. And just taking it away from you. Like, I get angry thinking about that. This mm-hmm. one's like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I know you're huge fans, and this meant a lot to you to get to do it. But it's just it's just so misguided. Like, mm-hmm. less is more. Hey, it's 2017, so what if there were a bunch of stick men? And then, yeah. then we do the rocks again, and then they end up in the same place that they started from again? Like,
0: what is this really gross foot injury that goes nowhere?
1: Like, when I first saw it, when the credits rolled, it was... A, the words I wrote were crushing disappointment. Just mm-hmm. like... Even going into it with lowered expectations, I was just still so crushed by it. But the more I lingered... Like, I don't actively hate it. I like the time stuff. Like, I like how... Yeah. They see the the video on YouTube of the girl in the mirror, and then you realize at the very end that it's the girl in the movie. Oh, and you somehow, like that? I, I saw
0: that one coming a mile away.
1: I didn't even... At that point, I was actually still angry watching the movie. I was just ready for a <laughs> day. I'll probably go back and watch it in a couple years, and I see myself probably liking it more. But
0: well, compared yeah. to other uh, found footage shit, probably it's one of. The I mean, movies. I would
1: still take like two or three of the Paranormal Activities over it. I can't stand
0: so. those stupid movies. Anyway, um, like I, I can't say that I respect this movie, but I, I have to admit. I'm glad I talked about the series, even though two out of the three movies are terrible. It's, this is an interesting series more so than fucking leprechaun. That's got like 20 sequels. I I like that a hell of a lot more than most series of movies. It's not a good trilogy. In fact, only one of the movies is any good, but that one movie is, if it's not a masterpiece, it is very much like a magnum opus of, uh, indie movies and found footage I mean, it's not just the fact that it was a... Well, not really the first found footage movie. I know. Cannibal Holocaust. But, I mean, it's so good at what it does and what it sets out to do. And it's so consistent that I recommend everyone see it just because you're going to learn something about movies here. It's not even... I, I'm not saying you're
1: going to be scared. I wasn't scared watching it. But it, it is so well made. Like, it's not the first, but... See, the thing is, the movie came out like a month before it called The Last Broadcast. It's a very similar thing where people go into the woods to research the Jersey Devil and they end up dead. The difference is, it fucking sucks. I and never that's heard why this. It, it's not very good. So that's the reason that this is the one talked about. You can be first all you want, but if you're trash, it doesn't really matter.
0: That's a good point.
1: Well, the, Honestly, the third one to me is just a big old blue ribbon that says, hey guys, you tried. Your hearts are in the right place. Like I've seen a lot of these sequels with all these franchises that feel very cynical and like, we're going to get so much fucking money out of this. Like Hellraiser does, where they literally <laughs> will make a movie once a year just to hold on to the rights to it and shoot it in the eight days. Like they've done with like the last two of those. Like I didn't know there were more than those. Yeah, they literally, the last one that came out, they filmed it in a week with... They replace the guy who plays Benhead just so they can hold on to the rights per the contract. Like, I've seen a lot of cynical shit. This doesn't feel like that. It feels like they earnestly wanted to make their own Blair Witch movie, and it just... Hey, guys, you tried. It didn't work. Sorry. But between this and Death Note, it hurts me. (laughs) But my friend Adam Wingard's working on a movie you might be interested in. What's it called? It's called Kong vs. Godzilla. What? Yeah! Oh, jeez. Maybe he'll get to actually use, like, interesting visuals and sound and style in that one.
0: Well, uh, we've already talked about uh, the Kong Skull Island. Speaking of movies we've already talked about, I guess (laughs) next week we're going to have to,
1: uh... Buckle up, baby. We're
0: going to do Batman v Superman, right?
1: Not just Batman v Superman. The Ultimate Edition.
0: Alright, next week...
1: Hours of your life, time on this earth, you can never get back.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, Batman v Superman, the ultimate cut, three hour edition, and we're even going to do a little radio play for you. See you. I next.
1: look forward to you apologizing for being so harsh on Blair Witch. Like, hey, you know what? This movie's actually a masterpiece. I was wrong.
0: Oh, it'll probably
1: be that. I'll see you guys next week. Take yeah, you Through the pitches and blood Through the witches and plans In the back of my Take yeah, you down